serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone and why night after night you sit at your computer. 
you're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us, Neo. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question, just as I did. Since the devil laid his fiddle at Johnny's feet And it burned inside his mind the way he suffered that defeat In the darkest pits of hell the devil hatched an evil plan To tempt the fiddle player for he's just a mortal man The sin of pride the devil cried is what will do you in I thought we had this settled I'm the best it's ever been Johnny did you ever know the time keeps marching on The coldest hour is the one comes just before the dawn the devil's back in Georgia, will you stand up to the test? Or will you let the devil be the best? Truth is, I hadn't played much since the baby came in June. But give me half a minute and I'll get this fiddle back in June. The devil grabbed the golden fiddle out of Johnny's hand and said, Boy, I'm the fiddle player underground, but now I walk upon the land. is the only cure for the predicament he's in. Now, devil, it would be a sin for you to get my boat. So you go on back to hell to the woodshed. I'll go. Johnny, are you practicing or will your hands grow cold? Devil walks the land and plays a fiddle made of gold. Can you hear the baby crying? Will he ever know? The devil wants his daddy's very soul. God's own word ring true. He said you can't be trusted. Yeah, so what you gonna do? Well, you get your fiddle, devil, if you think that you can win. Cause I beat you once, you old dog, and I can whip your butt again. John Brown's dream, the devil is red. 
My little baby loves shortening bread Devil's dream is that he can win But Johnny is the best that's ever been to another edition of True Spiracy, True Spiracy mm-hmm. number 51. 51. And uh, today we've got a uh, special guest with us. Yes. Mr. Ron Weed is joining mm-hmm. us. Um, and he's actually local. Yeah. But I, I, I was like, damn, next time you can just come. Come on down. Studio. Pop yeah. on down. We'll yeah. have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Blast. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, without any further ado. Yeah. Mr. Weed, welcome. How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Doing good. <laughs> Fantastic. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love this uh, side of the country for sure. It's a very beautiful area we live in. Yes. Country. <laughs> yes. It, it's, it is. It's amazing. So actually my best friend lives uh, not too far from you. She was here last night because uh, she came and did Freedom Gardens with me and um, she got really messed up and then we wouldn't let her drive home. So yeah, she did one. Uh, one too many dabs. One too many dabs. Yeah, one dab was too many. <laughs> Yeah, that's that new stuff. I'm not. I'm not used to that yet. <laughs> um... Yeah, we weren't either until uh, someone just started sending it to us, and we're like, "Well, yeah. I mean, okay, we'll we'll try this hey, out. Yeah. You're gonna good. send it to me. I might yeah. as well use it. Sounds good. So good stuff. Anyway, so um, Ron, introduce yourself. Tell everyone your story because you reached out to me on Instagram. I guess you heard us on Talk the Tavern, which was a while back, and uh, and. Yeah. You have an interesting story. Yeah. So uh so start tell everyone who you are. Oh, uh my name's Ron uh Ron Weed and I'm just some random dude <laughs> who had some uh interesting experiences like you know a lot of people um that you know and I'm glad you know uh like you guys you know I heard you know y'all on there and I just I just subscribed to his uh Patreon so I'm just going through like listening to all of them. <laughs> nice. And I uh, heard y'all and you know, I thought that's, you know, pretty cool with y'all from the area. And then also, you know, with the paranormal ET type stuff, connect, you know, connections uh, as well. So it's like there's definitely something in the water out here when it comes to that stuff, I feel. Well, yeah, I mean, Savannah is one of the most haunted cities in the country. Sure is. Um, hey, Ron, can you do me a favor? Do you have a are, – are you hardwired into, like, your phone or your computer? Can uh, you- yeah, I th- can unplug, you like, your, uh, unplug your thing and plug like, it back yeah, in. Yeah, unplug oh, and plug it back mind. in or move because it around or something. Like, it's crackling a bit. Your audio is crackling. Oh, uh, oh how's, how's that sound? Mm, still crackling a little bit. Hold on. Let me see if I can adjust anything to my end. It's it's probably your connect, your, like your plug yeah, into the computer. Oh. Or your phone or your tablet or whatever you've got. Yeah. Yeah, I always, uh, sorry, I always seem to have some issues when I'm on a stream yours sometimes i think it's because i don't actually have the mic set up yet i'm just kind of 
Got the iPhone headphones. Yeah, StreamYard's a pain in the ass. Let me see if I can uh, do some magic here. Um, no. Uh-uh. That's only going to do... I can only do the audio. Yeah. It's not going to do that. That sucks. Uh, try it again. Uh, how much better. Yeah, much better. better you're not crackling. No yeah, crackling. there you go. Perfect. Whatever you just did, remember that because you just fixed the crackling. <laughs> yeah. So whatever <laughs> that yeah, was. I I, I, yeah. There's uh it does all the auto stuff, but I guess it messes it up that way. Yes. So what was your experience? Because everybody's asked asked, and yeah. I, I don't even know it. So I'm and I think I want to say I heard your story. Were you on Tinfoil Hat? Were you on with Sam Chili a while back? Oh no, I uh, never. Well, I was on. Mm. Uh, I was on. Um, I was actually. Uh, I saw your your y'all story and everything, and uh, I actually was on a uh, Kyle show, The Big Dumb. <laughs> ah, that's where I heard you. Okay, good deal. Fantastic. Well, was, she's taking a hiatus right now. So Kyle is. Kyle's not been broadcasting for a hot minute. Well, his. I know his wife was about to give birth or. Something. No, no. That's that was um that was that was a. Pudge or whatever the fuck's name. Oh. Is. His partner. No, Kyle. Kyle went solo for a while, but then he's uh he's taking a break for a minute. So, okay. anyway. Well, so yeah, sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, um, I, I like to start off. Um, I kind of just had a, a few experiences, but uh, the one interesting is what he titled that episode. The number thing is I was shown some number thing that I can break down there. <laughs> that kind of like ties things in a little bit. Um, but so uh. My first experience was actually my first conscious awakening, like my my first awareness that I was alive and I was a human being um, or not a human being, but I was just alive and I could be like aware of my surroundings. Like, do you guys remember your first like conscious uh, memory? Yeah. Um, do I remember mine? Probably. I used to. I, I do. I remember everything. It's, it's, I doubt it's it. Scary now. and horrible. my head's been beat around too many times. Yeah, he remembers nothing. I remember everything. So, but yes, I do remember my first conscious memory, and it was yeah, it's a scary thing. Um, uh, about how old were you? Uh, two and a half. Oh wow, <laughs> that's really early. Yeah. Yeah, I have people tell me uh, the 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 average number I hear is around five years old. Yeah. Um. So um, my, my first conscious uh, awakening is I was looking up and I was like, it was like, a, it's a fan, it sounds very fantastical, but I'm looking up and I'm holding somebody's hand and I'm looking up at them through like a crust in the earth. Like I'm looking underneath the earth, looking up at them in this hole in the ground, I guess. Mm -hmm. And um, they're saying something like, you know, see you soon type thing, but uh, around me, um, I'm in like kind of like a snow globe type thing, you know, cause it's a hole at the top of the dome. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it seems like. And around me is a bunch of lights, like little dots, different colored, you know, light orbs and stuff like that. And it kind of almost feels like they were watching, like they were sentient in a way. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, our hand, you know, I start to fall. She lets go of my hand and I let go or whatever. And I start to fall. And as I'm uh, falling, I'm trying to retain my memory. Like I'm looking, I remember because I looked down at my hands and uh, my memories just got wiped from my brain. Like I was trying to like hold on, you know, obviously I think it was like loved ones trying to like think of their name, you know, remember their names, remember them and stuff. And then it just, as I'm falling, it just gets wiped. 
And um, so I'm falling faster and faster and the lights going by me looks like I'm going warp speed, like from Star Trek or Star Wars or something like that. Yeah. And then it's dark darkness. And like in the movies, you see like an opening, uh, like somebody's eyes or something like that. And you're getting like in the darkness, you're getting closer to that gap and it's starting to open up and you're like merging with the screen, like in movies and TV shows. I don't know if you can visualize that. And that's what it was. I'm like getting closer to these like eyelids or whatever, sl eye slits. And then I merge with it and I'm looking up at the ceiling. And now I'm like, I guess in my body and I'm like, oh, I'm alive. And I sit and I sit up and I look to my right and my brother and my cousin were standing there and I'm like, you're my brother and you're my cousin. And they're like, duh, of course we are. <laughs> Who else would be like, get off the couch? Because we were taking turns um, jumping over the couch. And I do kind of remember when I walked up to my brother, he kind of like checked my head and stuff like that. So I don't know if I like knocked myself out or I died and they're like, no, and put me back on my body. I don't know. <laughs> that was my conscious awake awakening. That was like me realizing I'm like a living en entity, I guess. Did um, now you instinctively, I don't know if you did it instinctively or if you just did it out of memory, but you said her, did you mean yeah, a female? Yeah, I do or know it was a female. Did it feel like it was a female? I, I think it was a female. I can't remember her, like what she looks like. I guess when I try to think about back about it, it's more of just like an oil slick, mm -hmm. like a blend of colors. So like it could even... be, it could have been anything or yeah, it really... been something presenting itself asexually. Asexually, probably. Like, um, I mean, it, it could be a really like feminine dude, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure like, you know, and that's weird that like, you know, I can't remember names or things, but it's almost like I, I was like given that one little like sliver of memory, you know, like yeah, you were given a glimpse, glimpse, like right before, like all the details got wiped, you know, it's like, yep. Our, uh, our oldest son actually didn't, didn't speak until he was four, four and a half. Um, and he's a freaking genius, but when he, much later, just Antichrist recently, too, he's I mean. 16 now, but yes, that's why he's the Antichrist because he's 16 now. But uh, <laughs> much, much later, he told me, um, well, one of sure. many reasons, uh, he told me that the reason that he didn't speak until he was four is because uh, he didn't think I was his mother because he remembered his mother, um, who was an Indian, uh, Feathernut Dot, um, and uh, they were on a, a plane and she was like shot and killed like she was shot with an arrow or something like that and killed but he very distinctly <laughs> remembered his mother and i wasn't her so he didn't want to talk to me because i, I like I, he didn't know where the hell he was or what was going on um the fact that he even remembered that astounded me because most people lose their memories of a past life when they come into this one so yeah yeah one of the most famous uh, stories of that is that uh, egyptologist like the, I don't know if you heard about that one. Mm -mm. She was some sort of like Egyptian uh, princess or something like that. Oh she yeah, got like, no, she was an Egyptian goddess. I know exactly. Goddess. What you're oh, talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I know, I know exactly the one you're talking about. Where she woke up that one day and she started dancing around in the, in the tomb, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is she doing?" And she's like, she started speaking in a, in 
fucking their language, the God's language. And they had absolutely no idea. Like they thought she had lost her mind. And then all of a sudden she woke up when they got her out of the tomb and everything else. And she was fine. They woke her up and she spoke normally, like nothing had happened to her, but she remembered everything. She was just like, that was my tomb. That was where I was buried, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, holy fuck. Griff said, this will sound wild, but my wife remembers being born. She has a nearly photographic memory. Um, my first memory was actually the day I, I got the scar right next to my eye. Um, we had this glass, I was about two and a half, like I said, and we had this glass table with, uh, at the corners, there were these metal squares, sharp edges, right? And I was running around the table and we had an Irish setter then, which we have an Irish setter puppy. Now, well, she's not really a puppy. She's like a year and a half now. Um, but uh, anyway, so Sheena, the Irish setter, I was running around the table and my first memory is my dog, Sheena, telling me not to run around the table because I was going to get hurt. And, um, and sure enough, like when she, when, when I heard her like in my head, it kind of made me trip and I fell and I hit my eye right on the corner of the table. Um, and like a centimeter closer and I would have lost my eye entirely. Um, but from that point on. <laughs> so yeah. which part of our story did you hear? Because I'm interested to hear well, what I sent, you heard. I because sent him the, uh, the other I one have too. a whole other one that I tell all the time. And, um, I, as everybody knows, I was in the military forever and a day and I went to a buddy of mine. He had a, he was having a wedding shower, um, or a baby shower. And while we're there, his oldest kid is walking around. I think he was like five or six and he's walking around the house Four. uh, he, you're right. He was yeah, four or five. He was, he was, he was like four. four or five. Yeah. So he's walking around the house and we were all outside listening to the baby monitor because wife just had, had just had the kid oh, 30 and, days old yeah they were home and they just gotten home so we're having a party and whatnot nothing like army guys getting around getting drunk and celebrating another dude who literally had a vasectomy and this is what happened he already had four kids um he went and had a vasectomy well he thought he had a vasectomy it, it wasn't like the story where you know the guy had a vasectomy and and it changed the color of his sperm so the baby came out black like that's that's no, not that this wasn't one. the case <laughs> Like literally it was an unsuccessful vasectomy. Not only did his wife get pregnant, but his wife got pregnant with twins. He insisted on a paternity mm. test. So <laughs> now he's got six kids, not four. He <laughs> went from four to six real quick, fast and in a hurry. Like, oh, shit. and um, when the babies were born, they're in their cribs and the oldest kid, he was like four or five. He goes walking into the room and we could hear this on the baby monitor. And you hear him going up and he's, you know, petting the kids. He's like, oh, you're so cute. So beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. Then he stops clear as day. We could hear it. I can hear it today. Just like I heard it that day. He stops and says, can you guys remind me what God looks like? Because I forgot. Mm. Every guy that was like hard ass alpha male fucking superhero standing there that day, put their beers down and said, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. It's over. Yep. That's it. End of story. And yeah, that's what happened. It was fucking weird. Weird as shit. But that, that's, that was our, uh, that's one of our experiences. I mean, other than the other. I mean, the big one, but yeah, which I, I sent him the conversations on the fringe that we did six months ago. So he's got a little background on that, but you, and I, I like to say that 
angels and aliens are parallel paths because they're all into interdimensional creatures. Like I firmly believe that we live on a flat plane inside a, a globe, essentially like a, you know, firmament, almost like a snow globe and then hollow earth below us. Um, and the, the planet itself is a giant magnet. I mean, it's, it's what we have a, you know, electrical charge, a magnetosphere, all of that. Um, almost like a donut, basically. Like actually our son, our youngest son said, I think the planet's like a donut. And I was like, I think that's probably the best possible description of it, essentially, with uh, the entrance to hollow earth being at the center, you know. Oh, you mean it? Like, <laughs> exactly. Like we can go down there and knock on the door and be like, hey, can we come in? Yeah, exactly. Just want to see what um, hollow earth is like. But anyway, but, uh, you know, and, and we talk a lot about the Vril and angels and all of that. But I really think that, you know, other entities that are here or here in another plane, in another dimension, that they can sometimes interact with us. Um, so that's a, a very parallel path to one the one that we've been on. And, and I think that's the one that you've been traveling down. So uh, tell us a little bit about that, your, your experiences uh, with some of those interdimensional creatures yeah oh uh, yeah um and i was gonna say uh the number thing kind of might you might find that interesting when i oh, yeah we'll get, we'll get to that uh, uh but um and i was also gonna say like uh you know during that recording um that one part where you played the recording and you're like uh is earth flat <laughs> that was hilarious that was so good. Yes, everyone, and I asked it like three times. Everyone loves that question. <laughs> Leave it to her to be an asshole to an archangel. I mean, there's a lot of to try, but yeah, well, you know, that's not one of them. Yes, it's confirmed that for me. So yes, anyway, but go ahead. But um, so um, I, I pretty much just lived a normal life at that point. Just nothing really paranormal happened to me. Nothing big, but uh. One night when I was about 12 years old, and I, I know it was um, a few days before I hit puberty, I woke up and my entire room was this like neon fluorescent green light, like uh, the uh, Aurora Borealis. It was like that kind of green light. And my whole room was covered in this light. And I could tell it was coming from the the window or something like that. It Like I almost like when I first woke up, like my first thought to rationalize it was somebody took a spotlight and put it in front of my window with a green lens on it and just shown this huge light into my room. Um, Actually, no, I've, I've seen that before. Like where people have done that before. It's kind of fucked up. They do it now with green lasers. Have you, ever, <laughs> if, you if you have the right safety glass on the window, uh, it'll refract the color of the laser. So it'll blast it basically all over your room so it'll make your whole room that color green or shit like that that'd be the first thing i would have looked at too well yeah i mean that that could be some sort of a uh, tech you know like tech like advanced tech and that that they're using for that um but probably not 25 years ago yeah i uh, yeah um and uh the thing is is uh when i first woke up though because I'm, I'm not thinking like oh my gosh like aliens you know i was like Little kid, I just want to go back to sleep. It was, <laughs> I just like, ah, eh, there's some reason for it, but I'm tired. So I just kind of like turn my head and try to go back to, to sleep. And then, but the, the light starts pulsing brighter. Like it doesn't go dim. It just gets bright, bright. And kind of wakes me up. And I get upset. 
Well, you just uh, went all wheel crack. Oh, there. there you go. Okay. No, I'm, oh. I'm dropping his volume. You got a bad connection with those headphones. Yeah, you were good for a second, and then when you, you moved, when you moved around, oh. it got real. Got real. There it goes. There you go. All right. Now you're back. Now you're good. All right. Uh, now we can't hear you at all. No, nothing. You're muted. Yeah, you're muted. You're muted. Is that good? Yeah, yeah there you go. go. All right. Um. So uh, I, I'm upset, and uh, I get out of bed because now I'm, like, going to investigate. You know, I'm huffing and puffing. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. And uh, when I – because I'm on uh, – to paint the room, I'm on the top bunk bed. My older brother is on the bunk bed below me, and my young brother is next to the window uh, in his own bed. And when I get down, I kind of look at them, and I'm like, hey, guys, like calling out to them. But they looked like they were, like, frozen. Like, I could, I didn't think they were dead, but they were, like, extremely still. Mm-hmm. Like, always. And, and I'm confused. I'm like, what? what's, you know, I'm just, like, I'm not trying to make sense of it, but I'm not thinking anything messed up. So I'm like, okay, well, what's making this light? And I turn to go towards the window, and uh, when I go and touch the blinds, as soon as I like my fingers hit the blinds to pull it down, I get like one of those jump scares in my brain of a, a gray alien standing, uh, like a gray alien, like in my mind, like a, my visuals, you know, like it, mm-hmm. it's in my head, but it took over my like vision, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I could tell it was on the other side of the window because there was the, uh, uh, porch railings behind it. And so, like in the vision, I could tell it's on the other side of the window, even though I didn't pull the blind down and physically see it. And I I froze up, like I locked up out of fear, and I literally like fell back on my butt. <laughs> and at that moment, that's when like you know it's like that whole <laughs> that whole feeling of the world is like now the world is like I'm it's hitting me, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm in like a situation. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, I got to deal with this now. And, um, so I get up and the run, runner flight, um, you know, I froze and I just, I remembered, I was just like, you know, holding myself and shaking. I'm, I was thinking about running upstairs and getting my dad, you know, and, you know, having beat up some aliens or something. But I was like, as soon as I run out the room, it's just, they're going to get me or something. I, I don't know, but I just, my reaction was just to just freeze and just be terrified <laughs> at the moment. And, um, a voice starts contacting me and I'm thinking I'm like talking to myself. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like losing it. You know, I'm like hit, sitting here, all this is happening. Now I'm sitting here talking to myself. And, uh, then I realized the voice is like communicating with me and it's kind of like, Hey man, you know, chill out, you know, calm down. You're actually lucky. Um, you're, you're chosen and stuff like that. And we're gonna, you know, help you become, powerful and rich and stuff like that you know we're, we're pretty much going to guide you through your life is what they're telling me like i'm set and even though i'm like terrified in this moment i'm like you know i'm i'm latching on they start telling me this in my even though it's in my head right and i'm like talking to myself i'm going crazy i'm like i'm just gonna go with it <laughs> this is like my sanctuary i'm just gonna reach out for it and i'm like okay let's go and i start walking towards the door to leave I'm like, let's go, whatever it takes. But I didn't go through the front door where the gray alien was because there was two doors in the room. I went towards the door that was uh, by the kitchen where my bunk bed was. And 
but as I'm about to go to the door, he's like, stop, stop, stop. Uh, And and to say it too, it's kind of like, even though it's like one, one word, you know, one voice, it's like multiple voices speaking as one in a way. So it sounds, you know, did you feel the overwhelming urge of warmth and heat? Um, like well, it would have been all around you. Like you felt warm. Like it wasn't like, it wasn't like cold, scary. It was like warm, scary. Um, I, from, I'd say it was just, I was like frozen, like scared. And I, I'd say the temperature was pretty much room temperature. Like I couldn't tell other than my blood, like rush, you know, I couldn't necessarily like tell a difference in the temperature. Well, the, the reason I ask is because the first time that uh, any of that shit had ever happened and they wanted me to remember it. Um, one of the things I noticed was that it was, it was awe. it was an awe inspiring type looking at something like you never thought you'd ever be able to see. And then you see it. But one of the things I saw at the same time, it was like something to be scared of. However, it wasn't meant for me to be scared of it. Does that make sense? It was like a warm scared. It was like, yeah, you should be scared of this, but you not so much. Everybody else is going to, but you you're okay right now. <laughs> um, I guess uh, it was. They were. I'd say they were comforting. They were very like. It was like more trying to like keep me calm, you know, and, and keep me there, like because I was just freaking out, like, ah, ah. <laughs> you know, like I was so scared. But uh, um, yeah, they. I couldn't really tell so much on temperatures though. Uh, but you know, at, now I'm like, when I was going, I'm like, let's go, let's get this over with, do whatever you got to do to make me whoever. Um, he said, stop, you, you know, we gotta, you gotta make a choice. And I, I looked over and the room, you know, my younger brother's on the right, older brother on the left and the room stretches out like real long and they didn't say it, but I kind of got it. You know, it's like one of those, like, like choose a brother imply you know? task yes yeah like and that moment you know i'm like freaking out you know like what like what is going on and again you know i'm starting to get back into that and uh for a brief moment my older brother's like type 1 diabetic so like a for a brief moment i'm like he could get stung by a jellyfish or something could happen he'll be dead in a week you know two weeks you know from his, his disease um and they jumped on that. You know, I, it wasn't like I was thinking, ah, my older brother, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was just like, he's the most vulnerable. If I got a yeah, yeah, one, yeah. this is the one, you know, uh, mom and dad probably wouldn't be all that upset with. Is that what you're trying to say? You're trying to make <laughs> no, no. heartless, but at the same time, you're thinking, well, if mom I and mean, dad had his to chances of living us, anyway are kind of, you know, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. And, uh, and I, and I'm like, you know, they jumped into that. They were like, like I was showing, they were showing me visions of doing stuff. And then the last vision, I was like going to some party or something like that. Like some like, and I'm like got gifts and I'm handing out gifts to people and stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, you're, your brother. Oh man, if he was just here and stuff like that. And that's when I, and I'm like, and I like shake, shake, you know, and snap out of it. And, uh, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go through with that. You know, I'm not, I'm not down with this. And, um, they're like, why? And they're like, uh, and I was like, you know, because it's not what God would want. Would want. Mm-hmm. And they start, <laughs> and, uh, they started laughing at me. 
like the voices, you know, they're like, who's God? What's God? Where is God? Why isn't God here right now, you know, making any offers essentially to you as well? And it was one of those like leap of faith moments. Like it literally felt like the ground disappears and I'm standing on the edge of a cliff or something like that. No, and no, I was, it's, it's, it's a test. Yeah. It's yeah. Test. And, and they love to test you. And, uh, so it was just one of those like, fuck it moments. <laughs> it was like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm thinking like there's a, there's short term gain. There's long term gain. I kind of did have that, you know, like, and I was like, you know, fuck it. And I, and I screamed out, uh, God is good and he's more powerful than you. And, uh, that's when they were like, you know, ah, fuck you, kid. You know, you're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they start, they start flooding my brain with like embarrassing shit or like, you know, like clo- shit, shit in the closet type stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Weird things. <laughs> They're reminding and, of your sins. Yes. And uh, so I'm, I'm now I'm pacing back and forth in my room and I'm like pulling out my hair and stuff like that. And, and, and as I was near the, our closet, I got a vision and I saw uh, like a galaxy, like a donut shaped galaxy, you know, but it was like had the swirls coming off of it and it was red and orange and it was spinning one way. And then it slowed down and started spinning the other way and it turned into like a dark blue purple color. And then uh, the, the thing smiled at me. It doesn't have a face. No mouth, no eyes or nothing like that. But for whatever reason, yeah. I felt the emotion of a smile. Like this thing was like happy with me. And I was like, what the fuck? But I kind of like, and at that point now I'm like, I've really lost it. And I'm like, you know what? This is definitely a dream. <laughs> I just got to get back in my bed, go to sleep, wake up. It'll, it'll, it'll be back to normal. And so I climbed back into the bunk bed. You know, I get in, get in the bed, and, and uh, I'm curled up in a ball, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to open my eyes. I'm just going to go to sleep now. And uh, I started getting that sixth sense feeling, you know, like something's, something's there. And just instinctually, I just kind of like do the little quick peek, you know, <laughs> over the shoulder, like something's there, something's there. And when I turn around and look, I see uh, like a reptilian humanoid phase through the door and into the room, and he like – it's like he's almost like floating, like a weird, like hovering motion. And then he turns and like towards, cause uh, he turned to his left and he's at the foot of my bunk bed, like staring at me. <laughs> and um, to say what this thing looks like, it doesn't look like the typical like Draco reptilians, you know, it doesn't have like, it doesn't look like a, an iguana, spiky and jacked and <laughs> you know, intimidating looking. It looked like a, like a salamander, almost like it could have been more amphibious than reptilian. It's almost like more Komodo dragon than uh, necessarily uh, fucking snakeish. Snakeish, yeah. It didn't have like large scaling. It did have like its scaling was more of like how our skin texture is, but okay. like as scales. And it was like a red green greenish kind of color, like blends of red and green. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a and, you know, had big eyes. And then it's the thing about it, it was smiling. It Not smiling, but it was smirking at me. Like, And uh, I could see its teeth. It had uh, tiny, compact teeth, like shark's teeth, but, like, more compacted, not as much gapping in between. Like a bunch of little spikes, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And um and uh and the other thing too about it is I couldn't see it with my physical eyes. Like my <laughs> physical reality perception was telling me there's nothing here. I can't see anything. This room is completely empty right now, but my mind, it was almost like a holograph in my mind was like projecting out that this thing is standing right here and I can see it. It's detail, you know, I can see it in like, I can see it in perfect detail and then not see it at the same time. So it was like a weird like thing happening. Um, and it was basically like, you know, Hey kid, take the deal. You know, what are you doing? You know, you're an idiot, you know, come on. And, and, um, and I, at that point I checked out, you know, people were like, Oh, you didn't run and jump and things like that. And I was like, I had already reached like peak fear. I was like frozen in fear. At that point, I'm like, fuck it. If it eats me, it eats me. <laughs> I don't even care at this point. Like whatever it's going to do to me, I don't even care. I'm not like, so I just curled back into a ball, closed my eyes. And I'm like, this time I'm not opening them up for anything. And uh, when I closed my eyes the second time, I got my final vision and it was humans standing at a monitor. I remembered it was one guy he was in the chair and he's looking at the monitors and then there's somebody like over his shoulder, like looking down at it too. And that was like, I could visualize like humans. And it made me think like, not, not at that moment, but in the future, like some sort of wizard Oz moment, wizard of Oz. Like, was this like, was this, um, but you know, so I, um, the, the scene changes when I wake up, it's almost like now it's daytime and I'm like, I'm like, Oh shit, I'm alive. It's like one of those kind of things. I'm like, okay, I didn't get eaten. I'm here. And I run into the kitchen to tell my family, Oh, I got visited by aliens who are offering me like a deal with the devil type thing. And, uh, and I, and they're like, ah, it was just a dream. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for me to go through that and then have everyone tell me it, it was a dream, it was very like traumatic for me. Cause it was almost like, damn, like I'm defense, you know, I can't do shit. Um, nothing happened. You know, of course it, I had sleep issues for a long time. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't really sleep a lot. I didn't like to go to sleep and I'd always sleep with the lights on and stuff. But, um, a few days later, my dad, he's like, Hey, let's go get some pizza, you know, or we went to go pick up some pizza and in the parking lot, he's like, tell me everything that happened. And so I broke it down for him and he's like, yeah, I, I believe in aliens and shit like that too. And, um, then he told me his story, um, a few years, I guess it would have been a few years before mine. We lived in Macon for a little while. Mm -hmm. And, uh, my younger brother was kind of like tod toddlerish age, um, maybe around four ish or whatever. Um, but my dad said he woke up one night, heard a noise in the room. It was dark. He gets up and to investigate. And when he goes to the door, he looks over and he says he sees a gray alien standing in the corner of the room. And he said it looks like just like what you would think they look like. And uh, then he woke up. Same thing like me. It was kind of like a scene change. He woke, he woke up and he's like, oh, damn, that was a weird dream. And he so he goes into the kitchen and uh, my younger brother when he saw him he's like hey dad i was with you last night and my dad's like where and he he just points up at the ceiling says there and my dad's like oh shit <laughs> like fuck i thought that was just a dream but he said he threw it in the back of his mind 
and just forgot about it because he didn't want my mom to think he was crazy and divorce him and take all the take all of us away from him. So he just said he just locked it up. And then when I started saying stuff, it got him thinking, like, what you know, what is this, you know? So what is it about this incident that you've kept in your mind that you felt like, holy shit, I got to tell them what is, what is, what is the point that, you know, something that we said or something you said or something that you think lines up here, because there is a lot of similarities actually. And I don't think you saw a gray space alien. I think you saw something completely different. And, um, I, I just wonder what your thought is. Um, I had a lot of different ideas of what it like maybe it was just a testing um you know like some sort of spiritual test like are are there is humanity still you know like some solomon uh thing you know gamora or whatever you know are there any righteous humans left <laughs> you know, like test a couple of us out see if we you know do what jesus did you know and, uh, you know, cause I, I thought about that. It was almost like a blasphemy with choosing a brother, right? That's like the whole, like Abraham having to sacrifice a son and God's like, Goodness. what is, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? And, um, and then also, uh, with, uh, uh, Cain and Abel, you know, type situation too. Um, uh, but then the thing that is weird is, is, uh, my dad, uh, was Naval intelligence, so when I started hearing, you know, I started getting conspiracies and they're like, oh, kids of military intelligence have, you know, connection, you know, into this kind of stuff. And and then it got me wondering, was I some sort of like military like experiment <laughs> or something like that? Were they like running tests on us or some, something? Because I asked my younger brother, does he remember anything about happen? And he said uh, he just had remembered having like dreams of being like on like metal chairs and tables and people shining lights on him and stuff like that that's all you can he could say about it well i, I the reason i ask it um you brought up a lot of things that I've, I've experienced and i've experienced it a lot later age so i can remember it so it's not odd but um one of the big oh. things is they love to test they do um and when i say they um you're talking about angels you're talking about we're talking about the trans-dimensional creature if you want or if you will a... don't call them trans they'll get mad at that interdimensional creatures. <laughs> i don't give a fuck i, I like know. i like pushing them I but no, push they, them off. they they and when you said that they spoke like it was a lot of people but speaking in one voice i've heard the same thing and it sounds like all of the mother they're fucking annoying but they are they did test you whatever your test was you'll find out later on you'll get I'm sure further instructions like the rest of us that have been tested. I would, I'm pretty sure I was tested because um, the motherfuckers come back. I don't know how many times and I'm done with them. I'm fucking annoyed now. Please just leave me the fuck alone. I get it. Um, just come back the day you need me. Don't worry about it. I'm here. Just come back the day you need me. Let it go for now. Fuck. I don't need to see all this other shit. But <laughs> I wonder if you didn't experience the same thing. I wonder if several people haven't experienced the same thing and they all thought they were crazy. Like your father, you said your father experienced it and he, you know, I've heard of other guys talk about this and then they say, yeah, it's just crazy talk. Is it crazy talk or is it real? Because there's a number of people that have experienced the same fucking thing. And although the stories are a little different here and there, we all have essentially the same story. 
And we have this thing where the first time that I talked about it, I called it a her too, because I had this overwhelming feeling of reassurance that everything was fine. It made me feel like my mom was there. You know, when your mom put your arm, her arm around you, everything in the world, nothing, you could kick me in the nuts and I wouldn't feel bad at that one moment. My mom had my <laughs> arm around, around me. It's the same shit. I had that same feeling. I had this all encompassing, warm, warm, still scared, but warm feeling like, all right, yeah, you're all powerful, all knowing, and probably could kick my ass. I'm pretty sure. And that that is kind of what you experienced in a very weird way, in which case they fucking tested you and fucked with you and said, look, if we come back looking like this, what are you going to do? And you, I would say, passed the test because you said, yeah, what would Jesus do? Yeah, in the in the moment thing, because it's like, um, you know, I think about it like uh, in that moment, it's like, you have, yeah, you have a, you know, whatever, however long you're alive, 60 years, 40 years and then what eternal damnation damn that doesn't seem like much of a kickback or or i or i put into work i put in the effort and then you know i get to go to heaven which is eternal i mean i just uh, i think part like, of it too though is um i, I don't think it's just in turn uh, you know damnation but i i think the other part of it is they want to know how you're going to act let's say when the rubber hits the road you know yeah you want to know when you are actually put to the test what are you going to do are you going to fold like a cheap suit or are you going to stand up and you're going to say no fuck you watch this hold my beer and i think a lot of people and it's really funny because you could tell like one of the big things i love is when catholics especially other catholics other catholics always like to ask me if you go to church today nope sure didn't why not you're supposed to go who says i didn't go to church who says that we have to go to a building made of stone and wood by man? Who says that we have to do that? Who says you can't do your own thing with God on Sunday? Who says you have to follow a straight, a strict set of rules? I don't think who Jesus has to be was Sunday. ever about that. Yeah. And who says it has to be Sunday? We like to do church on Wednesdays these days. Yeah, we do. Just for fun. <laughs> Just to fuck with people. We throw a little church in on Wednesdays on the Wednesday show. So, So when did you... When did you learn this number thing, and what what is it? What is what is it that you learned? Oh, um, uh, it was actually in high school, but uh, I was gonna break down to still some more about my oh, dad. Please, by all means. Um. Uh. So yeah, he. Um. You know, I. I'm, I. Uh. He's always like. I mean, when uh, we worked as uh, lifeguards at the aquatic center there in Savannah, mm-hmm. uh, the the one sixtieth. Uh. You know the aviation guys they used yep. to go down there and, and yep. train the the CWST. yep they would do their combat water survival test yep and uh uh so just being there I, you know got these guys were like oh you know your your dad and stuff like that you know and i i uh had a green beret colonel you know we cleaned his pool he's like oh man your dad back in the vietnam days you know he's some you know and they're just all, all these dudes are telling me this stuff and uh there's even one story they told me about, which I actually heard recently on another podcast, the guy who was a part of that story. Um, and, uh, so, and then, um, the, the story was like, a my dad wasn't like Delta or nothing like that, but the, the rest of the guys in the, the van war, but he said, uh, you know, the, the story was they come up to, a you know, the checkpoint. And they ended up searching the back of the van, 
And, but when the guy opened up the van to clear it, the back, my dad was sitting down at the little step part that you get into those panel vans <laughs> and he's sitting down, he's got his feet in it and he's got his gun pointing at the guy. And then the rest of the guys were pointing their gun at him too. And it was kind of like, from what the guy, the 160th guy, whoever was there, he's like, you know, you point your guns at us, we'll point our guns at you. <laughs> don't fucking point your shit at us, you know. Like, we don't care who you are, we'll, we'll point our guns back. And, um, you know, and it was just like, that was just like one of those stories and stuff like that. Um, I got to see uh, Black Hawk Down in theaters uh, two weeks before it was released to the public. They gave my dad like three tickets. He took me and my older brother. And uh, so that was like really cool. But, uh, you know, to talk about that, I was extremely intimidated. Time out. Time out. What's your dad's first name? Uh, Walter. You are no way. (laughs) (laughs) No way. How the. All right. So I know your dad. Of course. No. Your dad was in 3rd Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment for a little while there as an intelligence analyst. I remember a weed, Walter Weed was your dad. He's kind of a little bit taller. He's probably about 5'9", five, 5'9", five, nine, five, nine, yeah. got dark hair. Yeah, he <laughs> had yeah, at the dark time hair, when he had hair. Got it, got it scrubbed on the sides. He always had a high and tight. Yeah. I <laughs> fucking know your dad. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I know your fucking dad. Because you just said fucking Black Hawk Down. I knew I was there because uh, one of my friends, uh, Kowalski, he was the cat, if you remember in the movie, who said, you're carrying 60 pounds of gear. You don't you don't want a plate. I'm not, I don't plan on getting shot in the back running away. So <laughs> he, pulled, he pulled his plate. Ah, well, he pulled his plate from the back of his fucking his uh, RBA. He got shot in the back that day. He was he died that day. Um, he was a good friend of mine, and he was the reason I joined the army. Well, one of the reasons I joined the army, other than the judge. And he was the reason that you were wearing a plate the day that you got shot in the back with an AK. Yep. No, yep. that was when the day the uh, RPG went through the vehicle. And well, that one too. Yep. But I, that was the whole reason I knew most of the guy. I know Matt Eversham, uh, major Eversham. Now, um, he's another, another, he was a fantastic fucking dude. Great dude. Um, but he was down there too. Um, who else was down there? Fuck. There were so many, I have so many friends that were there that were there that day. I know most of them, almost all of them. Um, I knew of, I didn't know them, but I knew of both, uh, and Gordon, um, they were both Delta snipers that were killed that day. Both of them awarded, awarded the Medal of Honor because they got out to save, uh, what's his name? The uh, helicopter pilot, fucking uh, Durant, Michael Durant. So I, it, that whole story, no, I know all about that. You're, and from what I, under, if I remember correctly, your dad was either there or he was in the stadium directing them back there. That's why his name keeps coming up. That's why I know the name. I knew I knew the name from somewhere. I told you weed sounded familiar to me. It's not just because I smoke it. I told you. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that, that's awesome. Because I, I, you know, because he's, he didn't really like, he don't really say stuff, you know what I mean? He'll say things here and there, but he don't really like tell me anything. Um, but yeah, when I was in in that theater, like I was extremely intimidated, <laughs> like because everybody there is like I could just tell I'm in the presence of some warriors, and and I remembered uh, there was that one scene where the fifty gunner or the gunner on the top he gets like shot and goes in, and then somebody else jumps on the gun and starts shooting, and yeah. they 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 were like hoorah! It's, it's kind of like they're excited about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, like. <laughs> 
Like I'd be terrified. <laughs> one, of, one of the things, uh, cause I was there when they made the, the video, I was actually in third battalion. That was my second year in the army when they actually made the movie. Um, and I was part of the group that was there. One of the things we did, they were staring, staying in the old barracks on the third battalion compound on Fort Benning. We went into their rooms where the camera guys were and the two directors. And we put uh, the name of all the Rangers that got killed on shirts, on our PT shirts. And we laid each shirt on their bunks. So we had like, I don't know, we had like some 70 shirts. So we laid 70 shirts with each one of their names on each one of their bunks of all the Rangers that had gotten killed. The last one, we said, however you film this movie, make sure you do it right and honor these guys the way they're supposed to be honored. And they took that message and that was the, uh, that's the video that we got today. It's amazing. I was like, Holy shit, they did it right. You know, uh, Corporal Smith, he's still one of the honorary <laughs> Rangers down there at uh, third battalion. When you walk in, it's one of the first statues you see is Jeremy Smith's statue from Black Hawk down. It was, uh, actually a pretty moving tribute because his mom paid for it. It's pretty cool. Um, it was a really neat thing that they did, but again, I mean, that's where your dad's name. I knew, I knew, I knew the name. I fucking you know knew. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm not surprised. Wow. You spent 21 years in the military and you are, you know, special forces and your dad's a two-star general. You know, everybody. Yeah, it's a small community. It very, very well is. Yes, absolutely. So, but then that's, that's interesting. Um, you know, what you said about, I, I gave Mick kind of the side eye when you said that um, children of military intelligence tend to have these interactions because your dad was also a he was special forces. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't intelligence, but he was a SOCOM general. Mm -hmm. um, and my grandpa, while he wasn't, I he mean, was special forces. He he was kind of military intelligence. He was OSS. He was OSS. So um, it it is definitely prevalent in the military community for sure so i like to say that we've just been tested more and god's put us in positions where we've seen them more often and that's yep. why people in the military and the military families they see them a lot more often or they see things more often because i tell you what there's uh one of the things i did agree with and i hate that i even said it because i heard the recording yesterday but when general millie was on from the other day when we had when we were playing that part one of the things he did say right unfortunately is that nobody joins the military for the money because nobody gets rich you don't yeah. get rich in the military yeah, definitely not <laughs> there's not a fucking soul that's fucking gotten rich out of the military not unless they've done some shady shit after they've gotten out or they sold something back to the military, like the Yohi. I always mm -hmm. like to bring up the Yohi because that's like, it was a private. He was a specialist. He came up with this idea that you could sling things underneath a helicopter more easily. And he turned around and he made this invention and he sold it back to the military and for then like they millions of dollars. And then they kicked him out <laughs> of the military. Because he owed too much money. Yep. Swear Damn. Because you can't have that's... so much money in your bank account or they'll kick you out of the military. Because then they say you can't follow orders. Yeah, because then you're not accountable to anyone. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of true. Yeah, it is. You got yes. FU well, money. <laughs> exactly. That's what I call it. Once you have FU money, everything else is gold. It yeah. don't matter. That's that's very true. It don't fucking matter. Because once you can say fuck you and mean it and not worry about anything. But, you know, it's what's interesting, you know, something else about the beginning of your story that really interests me. And it can, it's something that you said to me today, because um, we're starting a kind of a small business as a 
an offshoot of the podcast. Um, you know, we have a little homestead farm going. I'm growing a lot of vegetables. You've got chickens and ducks and we have a lot of, I mean, we have a lot of extra. Of course, there's a lot I can can and store and preserve and things like that. But um, if I can, you know, if I can sell some of my chicken eggs and duck eggs and, you know, make homemade mayonnaise and pesto and like things that I make anyway and, and sell that at the local farmer's market, then I'm, you know, I'm cool with that. Um, you know, you said that they offered you riches and, you know, wealth and fame and whatnot beyond your wildest dreams. Um, if you followed their orders and then you told me today, as we're discussing, you know, like outlining things that we can sell at the farmer's market and, and kind of breaking down costs and things like that. And, and you said, well, you, you can't, you know, we're not in it for the wealth. He doesn't like that. And I said, no, it's, it's not about, it's not really about making money. It's, you know, I'm really just looking to charge enough to cover my costs, but on top of that kind of share our bounty with our community, because we really need to build a community if we're going to survive what's coming. Um, I wonder how many people were tested and failed and mm -hmm. in failing they gained that wealth and notoriety and that's the short term, but in the long term, they've lost their souls. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that. Like uh, if that whole deal with the devil thing with the celebrities and stuff, like maybe that's kind of, they went through something similar, you know, and made the wrong choice. <laughs> yeah. Think about how many up and like how many celebrities that seemingly came out of nowhere are the children of, military intelligence or military in general well uh, well more keenly look at the ones that have died because that's the ones that are the weird ones the kids of military intelligence officers that are famous think about how many there are think about how many have weirdly just all of a sudden committed suicide mm -hmm. there's quite a few that's true there's quite a few that all of a sudden well they commit why why did they commit suicide jimmy hendrick yeah Janice Joplin too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're both uh, children of. How um, about how about this one? High ranking. Military. This is the one that's going to make you all fucking lose your shit. Hmm. You guys know um, from um, oh my god and what, the doors too. Yeah, no, but no, the big one was uh, Red Man from Wu Tang Clan. You know that scar he's got on his face, right? You ever see that scar yeah, across uh -huh. his face? He got that in Panama. He was a ranger that jumped into Panama. Oh, <laughs> They have him as a ranger in the Ranger Hall of Fame up in Sec Battalion. Yep. Mm. I've met him. I've met him on 17, well, 18 different times now because he always comes to the Ranger uh, Hall of Fame the, the night, uh, the dinner down at Fort Benning when they do the Ranger reunion. And everybody comes together in the Ranger community. It's an amazing thing. You meet Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston was a Ranger from way back in the day. Red Man. We haven't when been I in met three him, years because of COVID. When I met him, I was like, holy shit, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi was a ranger back in the day. He Damn, Bon Jovi. <laughs> he actually got his tab. He got his oh, tab. Oh, wow. Yeah, Bon Jovi's no shit. Um, there's a lot of people that you wouldn't even expect that were fucking rangers. Like, holy shit, no way. Walter Matt, uh, what the, Mathau. Mathau. What, mm -hmm. He was a fucking ranger. Mm -hmm. He was an old school World War II ranger. He used to show up at all of those before he died. I was like, you have got to be kidding. I had no idea. I had no idea. You go to one of those things, and I was just like, I was in third battalion, so we were fucking baby bats. We were the baby bats, so we were always covering down on that shit, doing all the guard and holding all the fucking flags and shit. Craziness. Nuts. Anyway. So, all right, so continue. So uh, finish finish up with with uh, what you were saying and, and tell us about the number thing because I'm really intrigued. 
Um, yeah, the last thing I want to say with my dad is, uh, you know, he passed away a few years ago, uh, but, uh, you know, I was kind of his caretaker and stuff like that when he's in the hospice. But one day I'm, uh, and this is like a, like a, maybe two weeks, two and a half weeks before he died. Uh, but he, uh, reached out and grabbed my arm as I was walking by and he just looks at me straight in the face and goes, they took me to the moon. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, what do you mean they took you to the moon? He's like, they, they took me to the moon. He said, uh, you know, and it's crazy cause you know, I'm thinking this is like a morphine story and he had this experience, but he started telling me different things. He said, before they took him up, they took him to some room and he had to watch a bunch of videos about different things, you know, like, and then he said, uh, they took him up, flew him to the back of the moon. And he said, it's just like a base there or whatever. And, uh, they flew him in and he said, essentially they just gave him a tour of the moon. They just took him around and showed him stuff. And I was like, you know, what did they show you? Like trying to get him to explain it to me. He's like, I, he's like, I don't, I, I can't even explain it, but it was cool. <laughs> he was like, it was cool. They basically just gave him a tour of the moon. He said, but the one part of his story that he really tried to hit home with me, he was trying to get me to explain what a tablet was like the iPad things. And I was like a tablet. And he's like, Oh yeah, tablet, tablet. And he said, he was walking down one of the hallways or whatever. And a dude sitting there looking, you know, work on his tablet. And him and my dad make eye contact walking down this hallway. And as they're making eye contact, uh, he said two tall, like, alien-looking things, you know, like, <laughs> walked in between them, in between their vision. And he said the guy never took his eyes off of my dad and then just didn't even look up to, to acknowledge the aliens. He just looked at my dad and then, and then just went back down to his iPad. He was more interested in who the hell my dad was than the two aliens that just walked by him. So my dad was telling me, um, he basically said, he's like, don't have fear. Don't, don't be afraid. You know, that he kept just saying that he's like, don't have fear. Don't be afraid of, you know, if these things end up showing themselves, don't be afraid of them. Where's your dad now? He said he passed away. He did. Oh, he passed away. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, about Three years ago, three or four years ago, I, I'm bad, with, but it was a few years ago. And um, right, before, you know, and um, the thing that this is the part that's really crazy about his story. So he told me he went this thing about going to the moon. At his funeral, they did the flag presentation thing, but before the funeral, the funeral lady came out and she's like, "They're going to present another flag. Who's the flag going to go to?" And we're like. That's weird, but I guess my younger sister, because she's the only other one that went to the military. She's Coast Guard, I guess. But um, uh, so the funeral happens. They do the flag presentation thing, right? They, they you know, fold it and give it to my mom. And then he turns around, and the, flag, the second flag was there on a podium the whole time and grabs that flag, goes over to my younger sister who was next to me. And when he's doing it to my mom, I'm not really looking up because she's – crying she's going crazy you know but he's doing next to my sister and you know he says the words you know and uh you know gives her the flag and then when he stands up and salutes her i just you know just look look over and look up at his stuff that he has here and i saw the eagle and the trident and it hit me i'm like holy shit this guy is a seal (laughs) it's like my dad never he's my dad told me he wasn't a seal like he he was pretty upfront that he was was an intelligence officer attached to a seal team i knew that began your story yeah he wasn't technically a seal but he was if he was 
military intelligence and he was working with the SEALs and he was a military intelligence officer attached to a SEAL team. For all intents and purposes, he was a SEAL. He just wasn't necessarily... Did it differently, that's all. Yeah, exactly. How do I know that? Because Mick did the same thing. No, I did a lot. I worked but he was the on the Army side. With, yeah. I worked with everybody. He was an intelligence officer attached to Delta. He was also Delta qualified, but regardless... Well, it's well, it, that, that's part of it. But um, the two flags, that's not odd. Uh, that's I, I'll get two. my dad will get my dad will get three um, what number for what? No, I get two because I have uh, first of all, I get one for being a soldier. The second one I get is for my dad because I'm the son of a general officer. Therefore, I get two. I get two national colors when I pass away. When my father passes away, he gets three flags. He's, he gets one for being the son of, mm -hmm. one for being a general officer, and then he gets his flag. And his flag normally goes with him in the ground. So, Gotcha. That's why, because he gets, he got stars on a flag that were, was given to him. So he that's that other flag okay. behind his desk. He's got the American flag, yep. which is his colors. And then he's got his other colors, which is the stars with the gold gotcha. ring around him, which says that he's retired. Okay. So, so uh, that's why your dad what, got two flags because either he like, was a general officer or he was a general officer. Oh, because uh, um, he, because uh, I don't think I had any other, like my my grandfathers or anything were in the in the military. So he was just an officer. Or? Somebody mm -hmm. served. Somebody served because that's the only way you get two or American he, flags. He was a general officer. No, because he wouldn't get one for being. A, he wouldn't. Because you it, just said your dad would get one. He for being gets a one, officer. but it's a different flag. It's not uh, the American flag. It's his flag. It's a solid white flag with two red stars and a gold wreath around gotcha. the, the outside of it, which is to signify that he's retired when he's on active duty. Mm -hmm. It was his original officer corps color. So in his case, it was blue because originally he was an infantry officer. So his would have been blue all the way around. Gotcha. Now yeah. he's retired. It's gold. But the American flag, he got two American flags because he got one because he was the son of a general officer. Mm -hmm. He got another one because he served as a general officer. Gotcha. That's the difference. Okay. So for me, wow. I will get two. I will get one for being the son of a general officer. I'll also get one for being a soldier as well. So he got so one. He got two for that reason as well. He got it. Somebody in your family served. Somebody did. They had record of it because they never screw that up. There's a couple things the army fucks up all the time. One of the <laughs> army really doesn't fuck up until recently here when they started burying people in uh, unmarked graves in fucking D.C., which is crazy to me. Um they the, did. I'm sorry. They did what? Yeah, they started burying like they had so many soldiers that were dying. They just kind of put them in a one. They put their tombstones out, but it was just one big grave. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it was. It was a big scandal. It was a big deal. Like they were finding remains of all sorts of soldiers that were not supposed to be in where they were. They were supposed to be already in the ground, in their place where they're supposed to be, and shit was going wrong, way wrong. It was a big scandal. It was about ten years ago. Oh, okay. At, um. Walter? No, at um, Bethesda, or not at Bethesda, but at the uh, Arlington. Arlington. Gotcha. It was a big. It was a big deal, but they fixed it, and finally, and fuck, they better have, because Christ, <laughs> how do you do that? It's just jacked up, burying people in the wrong spot and shit. Um, how many times have you told me the army makes churning butter hard? They do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, they can fuck up fucking a paper bag. They could. Fuck up a wet dream. Yes. Seriously. I agree. Anyway, okay. I apologize. I keep it going. <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll just ha I'll have to look up the answerc.com a little 
a little deeper to try to figure that out. You know, uh, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, but that is honest. Give them your genetics, although they already have it with your dad. Yeah. Right? But do not do not give up your DNA to Ancestry.com or 23andMe or the Human Genome Project because they're selling it to China to make bioweapons. Oh, they already did that. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's but I appreciate that a lot because I've always been wondering about that, like. Cause I've looked, I looked it up on the internet and I couldn't find anything about it. So that's, it's a new clue. <laughs> it's the only time that you see two flags given out at a funeral. It's, uh, unless, unless he was awarded the medal of honor, that would be the only other reason, but you didn't say anything about the medal of honor. Therefore no. that would be something you would know about. Cause that's not something kept quiet. Um, normally you get the medal of honor and you're immediately removed from service because they don't want you to get killed. Um, especially after we just gave you like one of the highest medals in the land, considering mm -hmm. there hasn't been a whole lot of survivors of medal of honors, um, in the last <laughs> Yeah, years. So. I kind of figured that wasn't yeah, the case. We, we know, yeah. The only next possible logical point is that he was a family member of a service member who was either killed during his service or was a veteran of a war. That's the only way you normally get two American flags. Normally, that's the mm. only way it's handed out. Uh, normally, it's just one flag and it's given to the next person. My, uh, my half, my, you know, half brother was in the army. So that could have been it. That could have been for, for him or something. Yep. Is he still alive? Did he pass uh, no. away? He passed okay, away. Well he could be a gold star. That could have been the reason. Yep. So you might get an American flag at your funeral because you were a family member of the gold star family member. I mean, that's how far out they go with it. They don't, they don't shy away from it. If you are a gold star family, you'll get a, you'll get a flag as well at your funeral. So, I mean, it's not something to look forward to, but just in, nah. case, was, in case you were worried about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, that, well, okay, well, that clears up a lot for me now because because <laughs> he he would say stuff, but he never really, you know, ah, whatever. Because <laughs> you know? he'd he'd say stuff. Ah, you'll see at my funeral, you know. <laughs> you know, he'd say stuff like that. So. Yeah, but, they, but that's the trick. They won't. That's the crazy part. That's like what my dad, I've been fighting with my dad trying to get him to tell us. The He's little, like, oh, you'll find out when I die. No, dad, we won't. The fun <laughs> stories. I want to know the fun shit. I want to know all the crazy shit you did. Like what the day, like he told me this one story when I was a kid. He told me about this uh, Marine Corps lieutenant. It was his first time with Mac V. Sog in Vietnam. And <clears throat> they were on this, uh, they were doing a riverine operation where they had scouted this river out for these marines that were moving their tanks back across i believe it was the fubai in vietnam and my dad told this marine lieutenant and my dad at the time was an army captain he looked at me said hey when you go across this river and that fucking you, you know the bradley because it was an m113 he's like you go across that motherfucker whatever you do do not shoot that recoilless rifle on top of that motherfucker and the guy looked at my dad and he goes why the fuck wouldn't i do that I want to kill sons of bitches. I don't want to fucking get killed. He's like, well, if you shoot that motherfucker, you're going to roll this bitch in the water and you're going to be underwater and your ass is going to be fucking going down this river upside down. Sure enough, that motherfucker got, got in his fucking, got on, they get on this little pontoon boat and there's a motor on the back of it. And they roll the track up and these things come over and they hook into the track and they lock the track in place. And then the motor starts and it runs them right across the river and it follows a line going across the river. 
Well, my dad warned him. Sure enough, people started taking shots at him because they saw a fucking tank going across the river. They turned around, they opened up that fucking recoilless rifle. That tank went right ass over tea kettle, right in the water, upside down, went right down the fucking river. And my dad waved at him, just said, you guys have a nice day, fuckers. But <laughs> that's like the stories. You're never going to hear that because your father's dead. And those are the stories I've been trying to coax those stories out for my dad, just trying to get every ounce of what he did when he was in Vietnam, what he did when he got fired, because one of the big things he got fired, he was a three-star at one point and uh, he was in charge of uh, the Southeastern special operations command uh, down during desert storm. And uh, all the guys from fifth special forces that were out on that um, scud hunt and destroy mission, uh, he told them, he said, Hey, the more scuds you guys get, the more beer I get you when this war's over. And he, he, he gave him a, an ultimatum. He said, the more scuds you blow up, I'll buy you a case of beer for every scud missile you blow up. Dude, they went on a fucking killing spree. Them and the SAS went fucking nuts. That's where you found out about uh, Bravo 2-0. If you've never heard the book or read the book, Bravo 2-0, go read the book, Bravo 2-0. Um, but they were on this scud thing, killing scuds left, right, and center. And at the end of the war, my dad made good on his promise. He had beer flown in. He lost Damn. his third star. He lost his third star because he brought beer in for all his guys who had worked their asses off, almost gotten killed on several different occasions, just to give them beer, just to say, "Hey, I'm good. I'm good for my word." And they fired him because he brought beer into a dry country, and they mm. took a third star from him. I mean, he didn't wow. like fired. He just went down to a two star. Well, yeah, he got fired. That's a lot of money, babe. It's yeah, well, a big difference between one hundred and ten and one hundred sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, well, mm. you know, it's it's all. Although he told me a few kind of stories, but one funny one is uh, he 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 said he had to escape one time. He was like had to run away from some people, and uh, he said he when he ran past an outhouse, he he turned around and. I guess it's like a little door at the bottom with a pan. And he said he just opened that door and climbed in with the shit pan <laughs> and closed the door behind him. And then he said he started hearing the people running around it and stuff. And he's like, fuck, I really hope they don't find me because this will literally be a shitty death. <laughs> like surrounded by crap. Dude, when they, when they got me, um, they had a, a woman come in because when I went through the SEER course, they had a woman come in they would fuck with you mentally they would they would get your whole like they would do a whole psycho workup in your head yeah i see you pointing at your fucking no, head you're still no, one of my work no no i know the story this is funny so story. there i am they brought me in this room i'd been in a tiger cage they stripped me naked and then they hit me with like cold water they like washed me, my body with like freezing cold water and they put me in this room and they turned the heat up and they brought in a woman. I'm still blindfolded. Couldn't see anything. I'm butt naked standing there against a wall. They brought in a woman and she started laughing. And I could, I know it was a woman because I could smell the perfume. And uh, could have been a tranny. It could have been. <laughs> I just, I picked my head up and I said with the most flat accent, I just looked at him. I said, sweetie, I'm fucking Irish. There's nothing that you're laughing at that I haven't been laughed at before. And I just heard her walk out and close the door behind her. And that was it because she knew that right there, that was not going to have any effect on me whatsoever. So then they came in and broke my bone because then they immediately <laughs> went to the next level up because they knew there was nowhere else to go after that. And I was Damn. like, I forced that one quick, fast, in a hurry. 
it happens. You know. Look, I'm. I, I got a small I dick. I'm Irish. You all those times in high school. <laughs> See. Oh, you could have gotten away with this little mental uh, instead of uh, a broken bone. My father-in-law was a Marine. He trained a war horse named Reckless. And Reckless was the nickname of a recoilless rifle. That was during the Korean War. Excellent, Chris. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So what's this number Uh, thing? So, um, yeah. um, So I had that after my um, ET experience. I saw this basically, again, just basically a normal life. I've had a few paranormal stuff like with ghosts and things here and there, but um in high school uh i would have been uh probably like 10th grade 11th grade uh kind of but uh yeah long story short uh um uh we had those like square tables so it was like four students at each table type thing and uh he uh you know new classmate it was like beginning of the year he comes down and sits down next to me and we're talking about stuff and uh he's like oh i could see you got the the light or something like that, you know? And I was like, Oh, light. <laughs> okay. Whatever. And he's like, um, he started showing me this number thing and I'm going to flip my camera around real quick. Go for it. Show us. I'm dying to see. Oh, wait. Uh, I don't, yeah. I guess let me see how to do that real quick. Uh, camera. It should be the reverse. Like it's got two arrows. There you go. There you go. All right. Holy shit, dude. I'm going to blow you up. I'm going to make you full screen. I'm going to make you full screen so we can just see your numbers. All right. There we go. And um, so uh, basically he drew out the numbers. He didn't draw all this. This is all like stuff I did, but he drew out the numbers 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yep. And he says the the kingdom of God is within. So we break break down from the outside to the inside. So uh, zero plus nine is nine. One plus eight nine. Two seven nine. Three six nine. Four five nine. Put that up here, and he, and he's like, um, this is the most high. Um, you know, because even if you added the one and made this all zeros, you're you're basically at the bottom of another peak. It can only be. The maximum is the the straight line of is nine essentially, right? So mm-hmm. that's the alpha. And he says, now we can't we can't go above God. We can only break down from Him. So he goes uh, nine minus zero, uh, nine, eight minus one, seven. Uh, you know, and then so so on. You got the odd numbers nine, seven, five, mm-hmm. three, one. And um, so he says, this is Adam. You know, this is man created from from God. And then he's like, now Eve. So here, you you take the five nines and you subtract it by the odd numbers, nine seven five three one, and you have zero two four six eight, which is Eve, and then the even numbers. Mm-hmm. So in numerology, odd numbers represent masculinity, and even numbers represent the feminine. Correct. Mm-hmm. So so uh, let me see if that makes it a little nicer. Oh, but uh. No, never mind. Sorry. So, um, so he he put it out in this block, and then here I have the waters below, and mm-hmm. the waters above, and then I also have it graphed out here. This is God, the Alpha, Most High, God, Ad, uh, or odd numbers, Ad and positive, and then so on. So this is the Alpha, and this is the Omega, because like in Revelation, I am the Alpha yep. and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. So and then 
down here you can also in this number block uh, you can create the uh, hexagram out of it and here I kind of because I kind of saw it like so this would be God right the the mm -hmm. and then this would be us so we come we're we're both you know because uh, it, it gets in a lot of crazy stuff I'm trying to keep it simple so and then here goes another no, thing that's, is that's, here that's just the morphology from god to us that's all you showed you showed from god to us how we became us from god so when yeah. you add take the masculine negative numbers that's god to us and when you take the positive numbers that gives you the feminine qualities that's god to us and then when you go back to the straight zeros that's the omega and the straight nines that's god himself mm -hmm. and um but also here i had the zero where it's at the beginning so mm -hmm. I switched it around to the end, and I realized that it makes this 1, 11, 11, 11, 11, or 1 plus 44. And the reason why I have Lucifer here, here I oh, yeah, yeah, there's uh, uh, something about that too. But um, And then also here I have 11, 11, because they have the 11, 11, make a wish. You know, 11, 11 is that angels are trying to reach you. There's a message that you're supposed to receive. But I don't know if you ever heard of a Mark Twain's uh, book, uh, The Mysterious Stranger, number 44. Yes, yeah, so actually, I was the it. personal doctor for Mark Twain. I own the original, first original series of that uh, book. Yeah. So I, I thought that was interesting because I'm like, well, what is the number 44? But when I did this one thing, because it's like 44 is like. Plus. I don't oh. think it's one plus. It's I think one you, need four to, four. you need to take out the plus. I think it's one the four. Plus. four. Yes. I think one, four, it's one, four. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's also to the forty-four thousandth power. So if you look at it, if you look at the other one, uh, scroll to your right a little bit where you got the eleven and eleven and parents. Because if you did that first, you're going to do the work in the parents first. That'd be forty-four plus the one. It'd be one hundred and forty-four when that equation was done. Yeah. Um, but also, I was going to say, what's interesting about that is, uh, you know, 45, like with, you know, the 45th yeah. president. Yeah. And Trump five nines. And, um, okay, uh, let me see what's on the next. Oh, so this uh, this number block here, if you add up all, all of it, it comes out to 90, you know, so, at, you know, alpha omega. And uh, the PQRST wave which is, uh, you know, what the heartbeat monitor or whatever. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, uh, if you add that up, it actually uh, comes out to 90 in the gematria form. Mm -hmm. So um, the, the heart rests at uh, about 90, uh, negative 90 uh, millivolts before it, it beats. So it's just like this whole thing with like 90. And even here, I took the directions, each direction, and um, I did the how many letters, how many numbers are in the letter, and then um, so you I also did to the compass, compass rose, yeah. compass rose, to the compass, and it and it all comes out to, to simplifies nine. down to yep. nine, to yeah, nine. and so it's like it's really nine, nine, yeah, it's nine, yeah, but, it's nine, yeah, and also from uh, y'all story um, when you were 40. talking about how the 40, 40 days, forty nights, yeah. so forty is the only. Uh, number in the English language that goes in alphabetical order. Holy shit. Yeah. That so it shows that. <laughs> Holy fuck. That, oh my God. That makes so much sense now. 
holy shit yeah you're right okay and that, right. that's showing how like with uh you know um even you know how long it was written ago this number 40 would would hold such significance that because in the english language which the bible was originally written in greek and um actually it was written in uh, uh aramaic, aramaic. Aramaic, yeah. Aramaic, and then it was translated into Greek and Roman. But that's that's crazy how like that th this particular number would transition mm -hmm. because it's all numbers have always been what they were since the beginning. You know? Actually, that's the only number that would translate perfectly. Mm -hmm. no? Translate no, over perfectly. It would translate over perfectly. Forty would be forty. Wow. Mm -hmm. And um, so what I did is I took that. Uh, number block and i uh reversed it uh and mirrored it and it essentially come you know how like you were saying about like the donut earth yeah and it's almost like maybe this is like earth in the middle and then you have this this barrier you know energy it's but also here if you see the magnetic ring magnetic ring yeah and uh the center point would be right here and you see the 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 one and the eight and then that's um yeah, so eight, yeah and also in hebrew uh 18 is their sacred number is like their magical number and um and uh the hindus it's uh 108 and uh what's his name uh fibonacci galileo or whatever his name was the, yeah. the fibonacci sequence galileo's yeah. fibonacci sequence yes yeah and um uh, represent uh, they go through their uh, what do they represent they're 18 times within the sequence one and eight showing up together 18 times in the sequence yeah <laughs> and uh i think he was also quoted saying like 108 represents the wholeness of the universe yes it's um, sacred geometry it's how i'm building my gardens actually and uh um i don't know if y'all are able to do any like um what is it? Uh, any like screenshot? Like if like, can y'all like go to a web website or something and show a pictures and stuff? Or? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I mean, we're not you, great uh, at it. We give it a best shot. What what's this the website? Uh, I was seeing if you could look up the uh, Hackpin Hill crop circle. All right, give me a second. Gonna... All right, that's All right. really interesting that you bring that up. Uh, bring up crop circles because you know crop circles are in a Fibonacci sequence, and um, they're actually frequency pulses that come up from the ground. They're not like patterns left from alien spaceships or anything. They're frequency pulses that come up from the ground. And the plants that grow in crop circles, they continue uh -huh. to grow. They grow 40 times bigger. That number 40 again. England's, and, England's big crop circle. Is that what we're looking at? Oh, yeah. Hackpin Hill. It looks like a cube or something like that. Bring it up. And then the, the seeds that come from those plants are also 40 times bigger. They're disease resistant. They're um, drought resistant. Like it's like mother nature is telling us how to plant our crops to get them to grow bigger and better, which is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. It's like uh, the, that's, that's why I feel with the uh, pyramids and stuff like that, the encoding the, you know, this God, essentially it's like if everything else is just a, uh, uh, an imagination of things like this is showing you like the sacred geometry basically like shows you this is our way of reckon realizing god in a physical reality i guess i yep. don't know absolutely all right so what are we looking at here 
Oh, ups, uh, going back that's to the, um, pin, that's hack pin hill right there. Oh, uh, the hack pin hill crop circle. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> look up, look up the crop circle itself. Like the old pictures of the crop circle when they first found it. Oh, the old stuff. Yeah. Oh, not current. Okay. So I didn't know you didn't want current. Sorry. <laughs> I'll go do old stuff. So, uh, um, because, oh, we got it. I think. See, there's the fib. Oh, that's how I have to do oh. it. Oh, uh, I think it's, it should look like a, a cube, I believe. I'm sorry. <laughs> hack, hack. This is the Hackpin Hill crop circle. It says, oh. uh, this is one of them. Uh, there's several, so stand by. Oh, so, okay. There's another one right here. What the fuck is that? I don't know. That's landscape art. That's something different. This is Wilshire's. Let, okay. let me go back. That said it was Hackpin Art. Oh, this, yeah. Um, okay. Hackpin Hack Hill. Yeah, uh, maybe a Hackpin Hill Cube. I'm not sure. All right. <laughs> let me go back and look that one up. But, um, there, and uh, I'm going to switch my camera back. Good. <laughs> so, um, so basically, I just I took that number block and I spaced it out like this, and it and uh, and it makes that Ouroboros or whatever the snake eating mm -hmm. its own tail. And um, uh, I also I did three lines: one, two, three, going right, and then three mm -hmm. lines going left: one, two, three, and it creates this symbol. This is the uh, the. Sim, uh, symbol for Mercury or something like that. Like, interesting. Um, yeah, and it's a, uh, it's you know thirty thirty six um, uh, different individual squares. But on that Hackpin Hill, uh, there you uh, go. Crop circle. Oh, uh, yeah. Cube <laughs> crop circle uh, on Hackpin Hill. Is that it? Oh. Oh uh, no! I'm sorry. I guess I should have maybe. Sorry, <laughs> but um, basically, it's um. How many crop circles does Hackman Hill have? Oh, shit! <laughs> I guess it's popular. Holy uh, shit! That one, that one right there, that cube right uh, in the middle is brown. Yeah. That one. Oh yeah. You... Shit! What the fuck? Go back, man. There you go. So um. Each each of those uh, one of those sides is basically this thing, and um, it it blew my mind because oh yeah, um, so uh, it it blew my mind because um, if you look at that uh, picture, that other picture, or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. that previous yeah, one, yeah, arrow oh. back. Well, I'm gonna uh, it won't of course it won't bring up the fucking picture. Yeah, because it's bullshit. There it but is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's uh that that I I just did it randomly and it actually creates one of those sides, like yeah, from that num from that number thing I was taught and um it just it uh and so here goes the thing um each of these uh, squares is thirty six so um. 36 times 3, because on, on that crop circle, you only see three sides. 
36 times 3 is 108. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. And oh, and uh, um, so the thing is, is uh, if you added the other three sides that you can't see, that's yep. 206, 216. Um, and supposedly uh, in the Shephagorath, like in the Kabbalah or whatever, like God's name is 216 letters long. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a little weird. And uh, also, uh, this this thing is a six times six graph. So, uh, uh, what is yes, it? Six times, times, times six, six times six is 216. So, it's a, like, like, it's almost like, because yeah, uh, essentially, I heard. Numerically, it's perfect, essentially. Mm -hmm. Is roughly what it turns out to be, is numerically, it's perfect. Yep. Because no matter and, how uh, you break it down, it still turns out to be 216. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, oh, I forgot, uh, 216 times 6 is 1,296. So if you take 144,000 and divide it by 1,296, you would just get straight ones. No matter oh. how. Wow. So, and uh, you just take apart the zeros, you get less ones, you know, or you get more more ones in the addition. So that's, it's almost like, I see, and I don't really know this. This is like something I was just taught and yeah. it sat on, it sat in the back of my mind for 20 years. <laughs> you know? And then I started getting into conspiracy theories and, and learning what, you know, certain things were. And I was like, man, I wonder what that number really is i wonder if there's something else to it and i started um discovering all those different elements about it and um it makes me think like i think like my purpose because the guy who told it to me i forgot i forgot this part he said he was a demo lay and a demo lay is like junior freemasons yeah and he said i couldn't be a demo lay because you kind of have to be connected and um and I couldn't be a Freemason because you have to turn, you have to be 18 or whatever. Yep. But he was telling me, hey, you should try to be a Freemason. And that's before I knew what any of that stuff was. Um, oddly enough, Savannah has the second oldest Freemason lodge, active Freemason lodge in the country. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff Wilcher cleared out a lot of the pedos and criminals out of that Freemason organization. So um, he keeps a close eye on it. But it's still they're still the Masons. Yeah, yeah. So I and um, so of course I said no, I'm good because you know having my alien experience, I was thinking he's he's connected to them somehow. Just instinctually, I just kind of felt that. Yep. And um, and 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 a classmate sat down, so I showed it to her, and she's like, I don't care about numbers. <laughs> she's like, whatever. But he he leans into me, and he's like, hey man. You're not supposed to share that with anybody. That's like for the elect few, you know, this is, and, he, and, and I was like, well, if it involves God, I'm going to share it with everybody I know. And he's yeah. like saying stuff like, oh, rich and powerful people aren't going to like you doing that. And I was like, nah, fuck it. you know. And himself. literally the next day uh, I was transferred to another classroom. <laughs> they just said, yeah, you're not here anymore. <laughs> Go to this other classroom. And I'm like, all right. I've well, been told okay. that before. But yet, 
<laughs> yeah, you're not here anymore. You don't really exist. Yep. Now you're over there. Where's over there? Yeah. Just, don't worry about it. Just go over there. Okay. I'll go over there. And um, so another weird thing is, you know, I put my Catholic birth name into the because I thought I'm just like some random dude. He taught this, you know, I'm whatever. It's just in the back of my mind. Uh, but I typed in my Catholic birth name, which is Ron Robert Gavina Weed, into the Gematria calculator, mm-hmm. and it comes out to 216. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are the fucking odds, man? So when I do my last name into the Dematria cal- calculator, uh, when I do my whole name, I get the first one is 17. The second one is 144. So that's the whole name. Done. And when you do mine, it does the exact same thing. Both my maiden name and my married name. 17 and 144. 17 and 144. Oh, wow. Yeah. The names by themselves are 17. The names together are 144. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means anything. If it, I've always been fascinated by gematria. I always thought it was the craziest shit in the world because mm-hmm. then I, I found it everywhere. Once you start playing with it, you find it everywhere. Everywhere you look, God is everywhere. Uh, you ask her, I was writing all over mirrors for days. Before, with fucking... <laughs> like in the movie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I was like marking shit out going... Holy before our our journey started for probably a year, I saw 1111 constantly, constantly everywhere. Every time I looked at the clock, um, looked at, you know, the computer, like something would pop up on the screen. Um, you know, I I mean, everything, it was constant. I mean, I, I probably saw it a thousand times a day. Like it was crazy over and over again. Drove me nuts. Maybe I see, uh, I see fours a lot. That's my thing. Like multiples of four. I see that a lot. <laughs> what that? Yeah. Lindsay, I know you love the numbers. I, I just think Jumatra is nuts because there's no way, like there's some people like, for instance, uh, what was the one that I did that blew my mind? The, uh, uh, the, the killer, um, uh, the Zodiac killer. Z- no, no, yeah. no, because they don't have a name for him. Um, it was, um, God damn. What's the name of the fucking guy? Uh, the, the, uh, Charlie Manson, okay. his group. If you did his numbers, right, and all the shit for Gematria with what he was talking about, everything there is 666. Doesn't matter how you do it. Doesn't matter what you put in. Charlie Manson works out 666. If you go into the, um, if you break down the, uh, his little cult there, what they call themselves, mm-hmm. and you do Gematria with the name and the numbers, it's 666 every freaking time. I was amazed. I was like, that was a mind blower. I was like, okay, there's something to this Jamachi or shit. I, I got to do this. There's something to this. There's no way. Yes. Yeah. And, and people ask me, you know, what's the whole purpose of the number thing? Why do they, uh, like, what, 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 what benefit would that be? And it's, it's the purest form of language. Yeah. The most pure language that's out there. It's also knowing that, like, them telling you everything is just chaos and everything is just random, doesn't mean anything. And it's like, it's like, well, something, if you look at the coding, sacred geometry, and like this number breakdown thing, it's, it's like God basically left his fingerprint. And it's, and it's up to us to have the, you know, not, of course, like, and the other, yeah. To see through it and say, okay, this is what his fingerprint does. This is what it unlocks. This shows you that he's actually real. Stop yeah. being an idiot, essentially, is what you're being told. Yep. 
or that it's everything the, is designed, everything is programmed because the only other place you see such regimented number sequences is like in computer programming. Yep. Yeah. It's, it, uh, that's something else, uh, you know, my dad used to say, well, the reason why he believes in God is because you look at the human anatomy, like how can that be structured all as random? <laughs> you know, like it's Absolutely. so deep. We're such like highly detailed machines, like for it to just be, it just randomly happened like that doesn't make much sense. <laughs> Honestly. Where everything works together the way it does. I mean, you, you think about homeostasis and everybody thinks homeostasis. Well, once they get past the homo part and they think about how funny it is, but homeostasis is just when your body is working at its ultimate prime efficiency. It's all homeostasis is. And to think that we were put together by some abstract creature that just said, oh, just throw some arms on there. Or, <laughs> yeah, it would look better if that retard had ears. Let's throw some ears on that son of a gun. At least we don't look like the platypus. That was a mistake. Oh, I, I forgot too that uh, forty um, that forty number block thing that mm -hmm. I had shown. Yep. You could essentially uh, that will essentially connect up, down, left, and right infinitely. Like you could, it's like a the the piece you know, and it just infinitely fits the exact same thing infinitely. You know, so it's like like maybe the whole bubble universe thing you know it's kind of like god is just essentially like the wormhole to get to other realities you know <laughs> like so you maybe know, god you can't... is the intersectionality between the other realities is that what you're getting at well i'm just saying maybe you can't get to other realities with with without working with with him in some way i don't know that's just me, like, tangenting on. I don't really know. Well, Maybe no, I, I think there's much. something to that because I think without working with him, you're not allowed to cross over. I, yeah. I heard something the other day that um, the only way to truly go into space is to go through the Earth. Well, yeah, they said that in a movie on mm. one of your favorite journeys to the center of the Earth or yeah, whatever. No, one of those fucking retarded volcano that. movies when they were going to blow the Earth up from the center out. And they developed that train that dug through the Earth, remember? That was the core. No, that's not yeah. what I was talking about. Um, it wasn't from that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking like Elon tweeted it the other day or something ridiculous like that. Okay. Um, well, that wouldn't be surprising. But uh, like, it, it, think about it though. In order to get to space, you have to go through the Earth, like through Hollow Earth, to get to outer space. To get to outer space. I, I don't see why that would blow us. Okay, but that wouldn't that would make sense because everything that I I know is now flipped upside down. So why not? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It would just become right side up. Yeah. <laughs> We live in an upside-down clown world to begin with. True, true story. What, what's to say that, okay, going down is going up? Yeah. Dang. That's... Just saying. Throwing it out there. It's a thought. As above, so below. Numbers like 2222233. Well, stop reading fucking military clocks, Def. <laughs> Shit. Oh, wow. All right. I'm just busting balls. Too funny. Um, so I don't know, Ron, I don't know if you are familiar with our friend, Justin Anders from cannabis in combat. Oh no. Um, so he, uh, we lost him last July, but today is actually his birthday. Mm. Um, so 
We yeah. have a, 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 a tribute, tribute of sorts to in, play well, for him. If you yeah. would like to stick around, you're yeah. more than welcome. If not, oh, of course, yeah. You're happy to go on with yourself. We're going to smoke some weed. We're going to have a good time here. And, yeah, uh, and we're going to play his last show. Yes. And um, I did ask uh, for all our listeners, I did ask Phil to join us today. Um, as you know, uh, Phil is uh, it's a time. rough day. It's a rough day for yeah. Phil, and I expected as much, so I didn't didn't count on it. So that's why we have our own setup for what we're going to do today. But um, for the get go of this, to start it out, well, hold on, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh well, maybe not. I am unprepared. It's not four twenty. Well, then what the fuck are you? Well, oh, that's right. We're still we still got a little while. Yeah, we're going to start it at four twenty, so you guys are aware. So yeah, get yeah, ready, yeah. get your shit ready. Yeah, pack your bowls. I'll have to finish this one before we start the next one, though. All right. Well, then we'll finish that one. You know, we still we got. We can't waste the weed. That's we got just 50, horrible. We got. We got thirty minutes. We're okay. good. Absolutely. We got some time. So, Ron, what do you what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is coming? Um. Honestly, um. From from what I've seen, uh, stuff personally going on with me, like I've seen somebody very close to me for past few years seem like he was possessed by a demon. Um. Like I look gen- into his eye. Huh? Do you get the jab? No, the, no. The COVID vaccine? No, <laughs> no uh, just no. He he didn't. Um, but uh, recently, I've seen a change, and I can actually see life in his eyes. And this is somebody I've given up on multiple times, but couldn't completely do it. <laughs> you know, it was one of those things. Like, um, you and, see colors? Uh, see color? Uh, no. I, I did. I did uh, remember you talking about that. Though <laughs> I saw that in the video. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I see colors around people. Hues, weird hues. Like uh, some of them are very telling. Like you know when they're evil. Some of them are very um, indescript. Like you have no idea. Like you're walking in and they're a gray person. Like that's what I refer to them as. If I have no idea who you are and nothing about you, you're basically walking around gray. Um, but if you have malice in your heart or you have malice of forethought, I can normally see that. And I can also see when you're happy and when you're stoned because everybody <laughs> stoned gives off a green light. It's really weird. <laughs> and, and you know, with the whole uh, chakras, that's the heart chakra. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I don't see the chakra as much as I see. I just see like a, a, a glow, like a color. It's a, like I've estimated it out. Some people I see, they're like real evil colors. And like you see it, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going not gonna to fuck with that guy. There was a, uh, it was a video that I sent Dylan this morning. And uh, there's an old guy on, the, on this bus. And uh, he can see colors because he sees this dude walk on the bus and he goes, why are you so angry? Why are you so hostile? And you hear him. He calls him out right on the bus, right in the beginning. And this kid's just like, oh, I'm just fucking pissed. And the old man looks at him and he's just like, well, it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. And he gets up and starts moving away from (laughs) him. And he's like. And the guys, and so the, the kid starts asking him, he goes, well, where are you going, old he's man? He's not a kid, he's like 38. He goes, well, I, I'm not scared of you. I'm 76 years old, trust me. 67. I'm just, or 67 years old. I'm just moving to the front of the fucking bus. So he gets up and he moves. And this 38-year-old follows him. And he's just like, well, you got a problem with me? All this other shit. Start, tries to start this shit with a 67-year-old man. 67-year-old man is just like, dude, shut the fuck up and go sit back down before I fucking beat your ass like your mom did. And he goes, whoa, wait a minute, you didn't say that. And then he comes back, and the old man goes to commencing whooping his ass. He fucking punches him in the mouth and fucking splits his face wide open. 
Damn. And then he sat there. He said, you, you did this. You asked me to do this. I told you to leave me the fuck alone. You didn't listen. And the kid gets his fucking ass whooped. And it was, it was epic. It was a, it was a grand ass whooping. I can tell you this much. There's blood all over this bus. The old man gets off the bus, comes back on the bus. He says, that's right. You take your ass off the bus and kicks the kid off the bus. Like he was throwing a punk off, you know, a street corner. It was amazing. And I was like, Holy shit. And the whole time the guy's like, he's talking about it. He's screaming about the dude's color. I was like, yep, this is another guy. This is another guy that can see colors. He can see that shit. He's like, I saw it on you when you stepped on the bus. You're an asshole. Now you paid for it. I was like, man, you put that in the fuck around, find out uh, folder, because that is a fuck around and find out 67 year old man whooping your 38 year old ass. I mean, he beat the fuck out of him. He hit him with like, that's the old man. And that old man put that kid in his place. I'll yep, tell you what. He sure did. It was fucking amazing. One of my favorite. Old dudes are strong, man. <laughs> hey, you know, never count us out. We have old, we have retard strength. Hey, you know what time it is? Pack it up. Get ready. Here it comes. Yeah, we'll do it early. Pack it up. Roll yeah, it might up, as well. Fuck spark it. it up. Smoke it up. You know how it goes. Hit Just that case. Long, babe. Right here. So obviously our featured sponsor for today's show is Sirius CBD. That was Justin's company. Um, now run by our good friend Shauna. Yep, and they are having a 50% off sale. Mm-hmm. If you just type in promo code 50, you will get 50% off anything you buy today. For the next 24 hours, any of the Sirius CBD, 24 hours, everything, 50% off. Go do it. You want some really good CBD? Serious CBD. I'm telling you. 300 milligrams is the best shit on earth. Seriously, it's the best. Every day makes like yesterday. Yesterday was my day to sleep in. I didn't have a show to do until two in the afternoon. Like I was getting the kid up to, to you know work out in the yard, but he wanted to sleep till at least nine. So okay. Fucking six o'clock in the morning, this dick's like, hey. Can you get up and rub rub the serious CBD on my back? Motherfucker. Seriously? Only went to bed five and a half hours ago and I rousted your ass off the couch. I need my serious CBD rubbed on my back. Every morning, his shoulder, his neck, his lower back keeps all the pain away. Keeps him going throughout the day. So, it's at GetSeriousCBD.com. Get your serious CBD at GetSeriousCBD.com. It's so well worth it. And he puts a dropper full or two in his coffee every morning. And I give it to Seamus every day. Hopefully no one ever pissed us our dog. And he'd feel for sure right now, but I know she would. She ate all those cookies. every day. Yeah. Yeah, I made um I made special green cookies for St. Patrick's Day. I mean they weren't the color green, they were, you know, the, the additive green. And uh, I put them in the studio to keep them away from the children. And the dog ate them. The Irish setter. And she went stony baloney and took a 15-hour nap. It was pretty funny. She slept for almost two days. Yeah, Seamus was very excited that uh, he got the day off from Crazy Annie. But anyway, she'd be better off sticking with the serious CBD, too. So, 
Ron, if you are not familiar with with uh, Serious CBD, it is by far the best serious, uh, the best CBD product on the planet. So small batch, um, cold pressed. You know, yeah. CBDA actually keeps COVID from attaching to your ACE2 receptors, but most CBD products don't have CBDA in it because um, they're all hot pressed, and CBDA is so delicate that it will. Uh, yeah, CBDA CBDA is so delicate that you put any heat on it, and that molecule just breaks down. So it needs to be cold pressed, small batch cold pressed, like serious CBD does. So get serious CBD.com. Yeah, please. Yeah. And, uh, help Shauna out. I, I, <laughs> that's, that's how we keep the memory alive. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. That's one of the ways we're doing it. I mean, other than keeping a show going, but um, we'll keep fucking mm-hmm. broadcasting as long as it takes. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about getting into some CBD, so I'll definitely check them out. <laughs> oh yeah. Serious is the way to go. They, they do uh pre-rolls which I still have one left, which we might smoke today mm-hmm. just out of uh, respect. For respect. Yeah. But uh, they do pre-rolls. Uh, this is the uh, Bubba Kush. Um, this is the good shit. And uh, they do gummies. They do uh, a liquid. Uh, mm-hmm. They do a, a topical, a um, couple topicals. Uh, the big one, the one I like is the, the pump. Uh, yeah. There is a roll-on topical too. I've never used a roll-on. I, I got to be... Serious, never used that one. I used mm-hmm. all of them but the roll on yet. So I use uh, also with that though, I use Kush Cream. So yep. that's the other secret. Yeah, we layer them, the two together, serious CBD and Kush Creams. Because Kush Creams is fucking amazing. Yeah. Megan Kush. Another one. Our but wonderful anyway. Megan Kush. But we are going to watch uh, his last episode, uh, which I've already got queued up. Which is a, it was a short show. Yep. It was like 45 minutes, I think. So, uh, and we you, have not seen it yet because it nope. happened right after, like we were actually driving home from, we were with him out in Vegas and we were on our way home. So we didn't get to see his last show that Friday. We got home that Friday night and then he took his own life on Sunday Yep. and we hadn't gotten to watching it yet. And then we couldn't. So today will be our first viewing of that. Yes. So, and he so was our best friend. Um, Still is. I'm sorry smoke. for that. Yeah, you also also know. Smoke, smoke, and smoke. Yep. Smoke. That's what he wanted us to do during this. Trust me. I, I know that man too well. Smoke, smoke, and smokes more. So it. without any further ado, Justin, take us away, bud. Show us what's really going on, brother. Because I know you know. I hope that's not the download. No shit. Because if that is, it's fucked up. Because it is running like shit right now. There we go. There we go. There we go. Just, would you relax? It's the download because the download was fucked up. Wait a minute. I just... What is this? Can we play it directly off the rumble? I, I'm. I don't know. 
This was a download. I downloaded this. I know. How the fuck is it doing this? I don't know. I downloaded it. No, you didn't. I did. No, I did. It's in show clips. It wasn't. When I went and looked for it, it wasn't. It's my point. Okay? The only thing that's in there is this. Did the download it go to someplace else? I don't know what you did with it. Yeah, there it is. Let me see. See if that one plays any better. Nope. It's not playing any better either. It's like they don't want to. CBD is one of the only products that is full as well as full trunks. It's like they don't want us to watch it. How crazy is that? Pull it directly off the rumble and see what happens. Ah, uh, just fucking holy shit. I can't believe this. I'm sorry. Sorry, folks. Give us a minute. We're working through this as we speak. Yeah, you have to hit that. Mm -hmm. Let me do, I got to share it a different way. Yeah. So give me a second, folks, because we're going to try and do this again. I don't know if it's going to work. We'll give it a shot. All right. Let's see what happens. Can't promise you anything. Where would we go? Our this is weird. We're going to check. Uh, hold on. We got one other option here. We're going to look at something really quick. Did he record there? Yeah, because we broadcasted there. Is D-Live still, like, down? Yeah, it seems to be. Fuck. Well, I'll try it again. Let it play and see what happens. The new thing with the army walked in the status and killed a exactly what he said. He established a trillion dollars for the specialist partner with people that. No, I'm sorry. There's no way we're going to do that. Well, try, try and get it. Try and keep it going. See, I mean, see, maybe it gets better past the intro. You never know. Access. 
Very glitchy. Go. And we're the, the. Yeah, no. It's no. Hmm. Give me um there's gotta be another way we can do this. Gotta be. I can't believe there's not. Uh what is some of the other platforms? I'm trying to think of everywhere else he used to broadcast to. Because we've downloaded this shit and it's still not working right. Uh, I wonder if he was in CloudHub. Let me check there. Oh, you know. No, the only other ones I've got are the audio ones from like Apple. I don't even know if he uploaded that to Apple, though. No, we got you, Tammy. Uh, we we know. It was just the uh, we were just going to D Live because we know that Justin broadcast there as well. We're just thinking there's a possibility that uh, are you guys running anything in the background? No, mm -mm. no, other than the normal shit that we normally run. It shouldn't be doing that. Trust me, there is no reason for it to be doing that. No. He only put one video on. On Cloudhub? Mm -hmm. um, what about... And DLive still just isn't coming up, so... Uh, let me see. Actually, let me check that out real quick. Let me go see if I can get DLive over here. Maybe. Because sometimes... Sometimes, sometimes... Nope. We still can't get DLive. It says 403 error requested. I can't get anything with DLive. It is so weird. It's not always. No, I know. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's just fucking weird. First six minutes that had the internet that day get past six, six. It's fucked up for the six first six minutes, minutes he had bad internet that day. Okay, so maybe it's not. All right. So it's right, the recording. So, maybe, maybe it's so the we recording. go back to it. Let me let me bring the recording back up. Okay. Let me go in six or eight minutes in. Uh, we'll figure that out. Let's do that real quick. All right. We'll give it a shot from here. How's that? Okay. Let me share this real quick. Alrighty. Yeah, you got your you got our attention, Liana. You could have do the I gotta get you the you gotta get put up your breaking news one. That'll help me. It's a good idea. I like it. All right. So tell me if this goes any better here, because I, I did see this one. Same one. I can't believe it is. Let's see. All right, so let me see. Let's take this up, make it a full screen. Now tell me. A mess today. It's okay. It's dumb.
Was it silent like Okay, this? hold on. So apparently it is still on Foxhole. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought we saved it. But I don't know, because I feel like... I mean, it feels like he, I, we should be hearing him right now, and I'm not hearing anything. Yeah, no, this was this is the last. We want to drop in and chat. Yep. Talk to you guys. There spend is. some time. Lindsay seventeen seventy six says, "Dude, space force, motherfucker, wasn't space force. It definitely wasn't space force. How dare you? How dare you?" Yeah, Dex get it. Dex gets it when I said we should all claim it. It's the I am Spartacus thing, where everybody started claiming they're Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. It's a thing. It was someone from Louisiana. I bet it was Jason Alexander. That's my boy. Jason went in there and he dropped a pipe bomb. <laughs> He put an M80. Bro, here's how I did it. I'm going to tell you right now. I took like 50 sparklers, duct taped them together, duct taped that to an M80, let them both set them down and ran. That's how I did explosives expert Justin. All you need is some sparklers and an M80. You could take down a a big-ass concrete monument wall. Easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy. Definitely wasn't somebody with explosives background. Don't go looking for ex-military or military guys with explosive background because it wasn't them. It was me. I did it with an M80 and some sparklers. Fucking went down. Boom. Are we having fun yet? I just want to check in with you guys this Friday. I've literally spent the last two days getting this whole thing set up and I've got some content. I haven't prepared it and put it in my, in my board yet, but, uh, good old Joe. Good old Joe. No, I cancel that. Cancel that. Let me trim this up first. Oh, no, we good. That one's trimmed up. Okay. If you're just listening at home, I apologize. I appear unorganized, but, um, uh, I am. It's just because I've been working on things, though. I'm going to show you guys the disheveled mess this place was before. Man. Disheveled mess. Speaking of disheveled mess. You guys are going to love this transition. Speaking of a disheveled mess. Share it like that. That's what the buttons are good for, and having your show all your show all ready to like just rock and roll. There's no downtime. There's no ums and hymns and haws. Do you know? Do you know? But that's okay. Y'all love me anyway. I don't know why, but I'll take it. I'll take it.
Here we go. Good old Joe. Speaking of disheveled mess. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did re- re- talk about food shortages. And, uh, and it's going to be real. The, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. Sorry, can we run that back, Joe? Let's run that back. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did re- re- talk about food shortages. And uh, and it's going to be real. The, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. As well. Our country as well. Our country as well. In 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 our country as well. Well, Joe. Like I said in an Instagram post directed directly at you. I said this. I'll just show you the post. I'll just uh, tell you the post because it's brilliant. Poignant and to the fact. There is no. No dancing around it. when You're dealing with Justin. No, no, I'm going to tell you just like I think. Tell you just like I think. And. Uh. It usually ends me up in a lot of hot water, and I live a hard life because of it most of the time. But whatever. Um, fuck it. So this is the the video Joe posted. So talk about food shortages. Right, we just listen to this. And uh, and it's going to be real. The price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. With regard to food okay, so my response, I posted, I said, hey, Joe Biden, I tagged him. If I get hungry, I take pity on you and your deep state souls. I will not be responsible for my actions. This is a warning. Never mind. This is a challenge. Make me hungry and see what happens. I'm going to protest so hard. (laughs) Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Oh! Oh, they thought there was a threat coming, didn't they? Right, I'm driving down Thread Alley and then take a hard right turn at protests. Godos, 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 Thunder, 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 Thunder kicks. Oh! They were probably reading that like, "We got him, we got him." He's threatening the president with with a protest. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to protest you so hard, bro. Protest the shit out of you. (laughs) You guys have no idea how hard I'm going to protest. (laughs) Bro, those picket signs. Like it, you're gonna know what you're gonna know how serious I am when you see the bold lettering on my signs. Like when Joe sees 
me holding up a sign when he drives by somewhere and he reads that he'll know from my pen strokes how serious i am he'll say wow look at that that guy you can tell the guy that wrote that is pissed off i better re-examine my ways what i'm doing is obviously upsetting people protest so hard i'm a protest like you ain't never seen protesting in fact it's going to be a gnaw bear special Nah, bear. Nah, bear. We give him a big old vet. Nah, bear. I want to share something with you. Let me share something with you. I made this. That's how I feel, too. When you're armed to the teeth and the government starts, quote unquote, food shortages. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Oh! Bitch, please start food shortages. Please let me get hungry. I want you to. This is an open challenge. I want to see how hard I can protest, and I want to see how serious you guys are. In my opinion, white hats are in charge, and there's not going to be any damn food shortages. Because if there is, then the whole mission is bust. You think normal people are going to be civil when they can't get food? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Just thinking. I, I don't like my, my protest. Like I'll probably. I might glue my hand to a road. <laughs> oh, did you guys see that? Some of our friends, these fuckers glued their hands to a road, and the cop just walked by and started yanking them off, <laughs> yanking their hands off the road. <laughs> well, that's, that's par for the course. It is par for the course. Just a reminder. Supreme Court sides with a high school football coach in a First Amendment case about prayer at the 50-yard line. In a 6-3 ruling, SCOTUS says the public school district violated the coach coach's rights when it barred him from praying on the field after games. So, pray up if you feel like it. Fuck them, Supreme Court said. It's cool. Oh, and just a reminder. We touched on this last episode, but since this does affect us and our little show here and all my patriot shit I do, Justice Clarence Thomas signaled interest in making it easier to sue the media. Notes that he would revisit the landmark 1964 decision in New York Times versus Sullivan that makes it relatively difficult to bring successful lawsuits against media outlets for defamation. Remember all the time, remember Barry's, remember Barry's how on national and international news they said I was hurling racial insults at the governor and his Chinese wife? slandering me, calling me a racist. You can call me a lot of things. And maybe even a racist. But in that video, I said or did nothing racist. They lied and said I did. I went to lawyers, said, hey, Sue, 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 I got money. They're like, yeah, you're going to waste your money, kid. I'm like, what? You don't want my money? And they're like, look, you're not going to be able to win. Yes, they did it. Yes, they hurt your business. But your business is not big enough for the damages you incurred 
to justify this type of lawsuit. So basically, they have to cost you money. Doesn't matter if you have friends or anybody else that stopped talking to you because they think you, you you hate Asian people. Um, doesn't matter any of that. But it, all that matters is, did you lose enough money to make the lawsuit worth it? Well, what this decision is going to do is it's going to change that. At least Justice Clarence Thomas is signaling interest in making a change to that and making it easier to sue the media. Yes, there's lots of things going on in the Dutch farming community, guys. It looks like, unfortunately, there was a 16-year-old boy shot while sitting in a tractor. Yeah, brutal. Brutal. That's why we got to protect freedom. We got to protect our right to bear arms. We got to protect our right to eat food. Like, I fucking dare you make me hungry when you're armed to the teeth and the government starts food shortages. Because we know these aren't food shortages, right? We know that there's not a dust bowl going on, right? We know that, we know that, like it, it's it, it would be it would be one thing if if we could clearly see that there's not there's not weather manipulation going on and there's it's been snowing for ten years. Well, of course there's no crops, right? Like, like we have, but we have clear bad guys doing all this shit, and I just think it's I'm calling their bluff, bro. I'm calling their bluff. I fucking dare you make us hungry. I fucking dare you. I don't think they'll do it. Because if the bad guys do it, normal people are going to go crazy and society falls. If the good guy do, guys do it, normal people are going to go crazy and society falls. So I'm calling the bluff. I'm saying they ain't going to do it. If I'm wrong, then it's Mad Max time. Because my opinion would be the food shortages would be the start of food stamps, digital... You're allowed this. You're allowed that. Come to our centers. Oh, you don't have somewhere to live? Well, we've got places with food, water, and shelter. Come on down to Camp FEMA. Come on down. Come on down. Patriot 5 says, Cannabis in combat. Bro, you're too old for him to care about how hard you are. Bro, you're too old for it. <laughs> Good one, Patriot Five. I got you. I got you. Okay, I need to change that phrase. Joe Biden, I'm going to protest so vigorously. Oh, wait. Ooh, I don't want to say that either. Joe Biden, I'm going to protest so effectively. My, <clears throat> my protest will be very, very effective. I'm going to change my hearts and minds. Thunder, thunder, thunder kicks. Ho! For those of you that got that, <clears throat> for those of you that didn't, don't worry about it. <sighs> We're just out here to change hearts and minds. <laughs> Oh my gosh, ridiculous. So ridiculous. Well, well, well. I'm just reading the chats here. I should be tuning into the rumble chat let's see if rumble's working how we live in rumble 15 in the rumble 15 on rumble city 
Rumble chat. Let's see if Rumble's working. How we Rumble, young man, Rumble. Well done. All right, Rumble's up. The Foxhole's up. Pilled's up. D Live is up. I think we're up. Dex says I'm liking the EPA ruling, making president uh, making precedent that all three letter are not constitutional. I hadn't heard that, but there has been some major wins coming out of the Supreme Court. I know we had one loss. Looks like a loss anyway, but major wins for two A for abortion for all the good things and uh, just a lot of wins. It's a lot of fun to be able to come on here and talk about good stuff. Isn't it? Isn't that nice? Let's see what's going on with the gateway plan. I got to get going here in a minute, but I just want to let you guys know live at all this well, working on more programming, doing all the fun stuff. Um, Also working on a YouTube channel. And uh, that YouTube channel is going to feature banned creators doing not bannable things, if that makes sense. So I'm going to take people that have been banned and then put them on my YouTube show of us doing restaurant reviews, of us doing whatever. Me and James Curry started it. We've done two so far. From We The People Radio, we've done a, a workout at EOS Fitness, and now we're, I'm editing the, uh, the pizza review at Lucino's Pizza. So it's a way to get banned people back on YouTube and garner new fans. And then by the time they're your fan, you tell them, oh, by the way, what I really do is this crazy shit. Come on over here. I can't talk about it here. Anyway. So Cotton 311 says, I'm so glad you got your 360-degree surveillance system set up uh, before you post it so that you can record the FBI with live uplink. Bro, FBI wants nothing to do with me, I promise you. Because there's nothing they can do that's going to help them. I don't do anything wrong. I'm not a criminal anymore. I don't grow weed. So they're going to have to plant shit. They're going to have to do all types of fuckery um and they're gonna get caught because that's i mean i'm not saying i'm q but i'm not not saying i'm not q i also think we should all start claiming to be q the spartacus thing again bro i'm coming out it's me y'all didn't know the whole time <laughs> what do you think yeah no dex says that epa ruling making precedent that all three-letter agencies are not constitutional he says it's huge it forces the senate to make laws and not committees or organizations damn because those committees and organizations are where all the fuckery comes in at we know this for certain Wow, it's quiet today on Foxhole. We got, wow, it's quiet right now. All quiet on the Western Front. Probably everybody getting back in the swing of things from the holidays. No matter. We're here. And that's what matters. That's what counts. Boom. 
You guys like the new camera angles? Shit's fun, right? Where have you been? You've been quiet. Bro, I had to take some time off. I had to take some time off. It's getting overwhelmed. Too much crazy shit. So I had crazy shit going on, obviously, with work. Crazy shit going on, obviously, with the movement. It's all bad news for so long. And then my dad had a horrible medical incident. And, uh, bro, I just, uh, I had to stop. I had to stop. I was going to blow a gasket. So I took a little time off and um, regrouped, reassessed, improved, making improvements, and uh, coming back better than ever. Stronger and longer, meaner and greener, rougher and tougher, grittier and shittier. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Ho! Yeah. Definitely greener. Smurf cam. Boom. Yeah, we're all trying to keep our shit together. I get it. Yep, dad's doing much better now. He is out of the woodwork. He should be going home. He'll go home. Hopefully, maybe today. We don't know for sure yet, but at this point, he's been in the hospital for a month. Very, 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 very scary, scary time. But um, thank God, God pulled him through it. So we're here, man. We're here. And um, yeah, other than breaking hearts. And breaking legs with Jaekwondo, everything's fine. Everything's fine. You know, frantic, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. It's fine. Did you guys hear about Joe Biden selling five billion, five, what is it, million barrels of oil to China? Joe, you have no idea the protests that are coming your way. These protests are going to be vigorous. They're going to be uh, bipartisan. They're going to be. Hmm. All encompassing. MMA Robachi. What's up, brother? Rob, how are you? 23 and on. Thank you for the can. Prayers for you and your pops. Thank you, guys. DeBayer said the shot thought the sheriff shot you. Not yet. They'll probably wait till they pull me over at a traffic stop and be like, they'll probably just yell, don't reach for anything. And I'm like, what? I'm not. Bang, 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 bang. Because <laughs> if they just yell loud enough to where their dash cam picks it up, but their body cam's not working, if they just yell, stop reaching, stop reaching, stop reaching, I'm like, what? I'm, I'm not fucking smoke you from the pov of the fucking squad car it's his word versus a dead guy and they can't see like I, <laughs> unless there's body camera of me doing something don't believe shit because it's just like when you're a bartender or you're a server 
I was told this by a crazy lady I worked with years ago. She's like, if I ever want to smack somebody, here's what I do. And it was in a dark club. And she goes, I'll get close to them. And if they're yelling at me, I'll do this. Like I'll cover my eye and act like they spit on me. And then I'll hit them. <laughs> Same thing the cops can do. If the cops want you dead, bro, you're dead. Like they have to be dirty, obviously. But yeah, like. It is what it is, though. This is what we signed up. This is what I signed up for. It's fine. I looked at it like this. Like, I never served my country by going in the military because I didn't agree with the wars. So this is how I'll serve my country. I mean, it's obviously way easier than going to the military. Um, is there a risk? Yeah, whatever. I, you know, is what it is. But uh, this is this is how I'll give back. And if it's risky to my life, well, I don't have any kids. I don't even have a dog anymore. So... Other than friends and 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 loved ones, no one's gonna go hungry without me being here. So I feel like it's a risk I I can take, and I, I'm 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 able to take right. Um, so fuck them. Let's just have fun. Fuck them. Did Door to Wall of Palooza ever go off? No, it didn't. They shut us down. Darn. Real funny how that works. You know, we didn't plan to shut it down. Did I make my point? Did I give her Ryan back around? Hope I did. Well, anyway, the border wall of Palooza, the intent was to go down there and camp on the border wall, just like Jason Frank and I did. Play music against the border wall, have a concert, blah, blah, blah. Well, shortly thereafter, they put up no trespassing signs on the American side of the border in English, stating an Arizona state statute. So, um, The irony not being lost on them, or maybe completely being lost on them, that they put up no trespassing signs on the American side of the border in English while there's complete open spans of border, and there's nothing on the Mexican side saying, stay the fuck out. Hmm. Very strange. Well, I was still going to go, and we, we, we decided at an off-site campsite, but my dad got sick. And it was so serious that I wasn't willing to leave town. Jason, Jason Frank was on his way there. His truck broke down. The only person that made it was Mick and V. Lynn from the Patriot Party podcast. Now, they got to the off-site campsite. I mean, they weren't camping on the wall. They camped like 40 miles away at like a KOA situation. Them and their truck and another person and another truck went down to go to the border wall. Now... The stark contrast that I'm going to tell you here is amazing. When I got to the border wall, I was smoking weed, camping on the border wall, blaring music as loud as I wanted to till all hours of the morning, drinking, open carrying, chilling, barbecuing. And we would just watch illegals walk through these open holes in the fence. When I say hole, there's holes. They're 70 to 150 feet wide. These are not like little holes for squeezing through. There'll be a group of like 50 people walking by. You'll be grilling burgers, drinking a beer on the border wall. And if you put yourself on a hill, you can look down <clears throat> and you'll see, oh, shit, there's a group of people just walked through into our country. Uh, call Border Patrol. All right, let's go see if they need water. It's always women and children. The whole game is they're sending women and children through in the broad daylight. They're being sex trafficked. That's why we bring them water after calling Border Patrol. We're not helping anybody in the country, but the idea there is, is, oh my God, these women and children are being sex trafficked. 
There's no fighting age males coming through when I was there. Uh-uh. One dude from like Cuba, like he's he's sneaking into America through Cuba or whatever. Um, not not any type of cartel, nothing like that. The cartel guys are coming through at night. <clears throat> the cartel guys don't wait for border patrol. Well, and while I was there, I saw at least 70 undocumented immigrants walking through into our country a day. And I'm not looking for them. We were just camping out. Oh, look, there's a big-ass group of people walking through the border. Cool. Call Border Patrols to see if they want water and Bibles. Right? So, when Mick and V. Lynn got there, they were surrounded by Border Patrol and Fish and Wildlife. Swarmed. He said there was some MVTAC teams or some other crazy shit. Um, swarmed. They couldn't even get out of the truck. They couldn't stop on the border wall. Uh-uh. They were threatened with arrest. Also, the border wall is being painted with some type of black, metallic, shiny paint. Hmm. You want to know what else was noticed? There was not a single person coming across that border. So, for the time being, border wall of Palooza served its purpose. It created awareness, drew attention, and it actually stopped children and women from being trafficked through our border, through that section for those days. Is it a drop in the bucket? Yes. Does it help? Did somebody not get trafficked that day because of it? I hope so. So it was planned to be a thing. Border Patrol shut it down with their trespassing rules, and they ended up turning it into a pump fake, and they lost anyway. It was like the Queen's Gambit. Like, you're, there's no, there's no, uh, there was no win for them. Put them in a tough situation. When I say them, I mean Mayorkas. Not the Border Patrol guys. They're just following orders. Durga, durga. We follow them orders, sir. We follow them orders. Okay. What are we looking at? New Black Panthers mob storm senior senior living center in search of Emmett Till's accuser from 1950. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, foreign meddling. Mexican president tells Mexicans in Texas not to vote for anti-immigrant and immoral government. Governor Abbott. Blah, blah, blah. You guys see uh, Kamala Harris's team spelt Louisiana wrong? Do you really think they accidentally spelt it Louisiana wrong? See, I work with printers. I know printers. Printers that print those big backdrops like they had printed behind her. There is not only no way, but there's no way on God's green earth that that was an accident. I promise you. What does that mean? It means either this administration is feigning stupid or there's kabuki theater going on. Now, I don't give a fuck if you believe in Q or not. Look, there is no there is no not believing that Q is a real thing. The only argument is whether or not 
it's a good or a bad thing for us. That's the only argument I'll entertain. I know this shit's a military intelligence operation. We're watching Kabuki theater. There are actors and double actors and white hats and gray hats and black hats and all types of shit going on right now. Do I know what's going on? Yeah. Can I tell you? No. I told you. I'm Q. I'm Q plus. <laughs> Fuck it. If Austin, Austin Steinbart says he's Q. Well, me too. I'm Q too, bro. That's what I should have said to him. You too, bro. Damn. Damn, Austin. Damn, Austin. Why didn't you say so, bro? All right, guys. I got to run. Um, just a reminder. I know it's a short show. It's Friday. I got to go do some things. Uh, got to take care of business, right? Speaking of business that I'm going to take care of is serious CBD. Guys, it's 50% off now all the time. You guys are getting direct wholesale pricing all the time. Only way I can survive this, this economy with my business and to keep it growing is to cut out the middlemen. I was going to go into stores and do the whole thing, but we're cutting the stores out. No stores. Going direct to you, 50% off, serious CBD. You guys know the deal. You know the brand. You know the game. Check it out. The promo code, if you're just listening at home, is, is actually SAVE50, S-A-V-E, five, zero. Gummies are back. Um, everything's full panel tested. So it is tested to a higher standard than the food you buy in the grocery store. It's tested to a higher standard than the pharmaceuticals you consume. It has an entire full panel testing for every single product that ensures there's no uh, bacteria, microbials, uh, that ensures there's no heavy metals, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides. It ensures that is what's on the label as far as cannabinoid content is actually in the bottle. You know, Martha Stewart CBD company doesn't even do a single panel test. A full panel test is eight panels. That's what we run. It's the best in the game. Ain't nobody does it better. Uh, Series CBD. Here's how the uh, lab testing works. A little quick commercial. Uh, tell your friends, guys. <clears throat> we do them. Sorry, I got to smoke. I need to drink more water. But we have a, a money back guarantee. If you've ever tried CBD before, try it. Try it with us. I'll give you your money back and I'll even refund you your shipping that you sent it to send us back. Like, you're not going to spend a dime. Yeah, gummies are great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guys, our current bottle, our 600 milligram current bottle is dosed at over 600 and I think 64 milligrams. So you, you're always getting way more than you pay for. Oh, and by the way, the total cannabinoid content, I believe, is up like 800 milligrams. It's crazy. It's the stuff we make is the best on the planet. There's nothing better. I'll bet my life on it. Let's do it. Pull up the Pepsi challenge. We'll lab test with anybody. And that's about what we're going to start doing, by the way. There's going to be some, uh, there's going to be some, some fun lab testing going on. And, um, we're going to go and buy all of our competitors, not all of them because it's expensive. The lab test, the full panel lab test that you have to run, uh, for each batch of each product is about $550 every single time. So we're gonna, what we're going to do is I'm going to select the biggest competitors out there to my company, and we're going to full panel lab test them against our product. And we're going to see, uh, we're going to see where the, the, uh, where the truth lies. Let's see, where is these current ones? Mm -hmm. 
I got so many emails coming through. It's uh, it's a little daunting. But let me show you the website. So when you get there, you know you're at the right one. Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab testing. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Microplastics. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD. Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. There we go. We're back. It was trying to loop the ad. It doesn't need to loop the ad. Your testing is awesome. Reminds me of doTERRA's testing they do. Legit. Others that don't test for a reason. Oh, I'm going to go test doTERRA too. I'm going to test everybody. Because they say they test. But do they? Where is, I just got in my brand new ones. <laughs> the testing's important, man. Like our stuff is given, <laughs> there's doctors that use our stuff and they give it to kids in the children's hospitals. And I don't know if it's approved or not. I don't know what they're doing, but they know that they can depend on the, the purity and the this, I mean, I'm not going to call it, you can't say safety, but they know what's in it and they know what's not in it. They can depend on the testing to make sure that there's nothing, there's no contaminants, and that's what'll fuck you. You've got somebody that's already having issues and you give them heavy metals or some type of pesticide, or ooh, you can really mess somebody up. And a lot of these products are just, uh, <laughs> there's no requirement for any testing. You guys know that? You're not required to test your products for even cannabinoids, much less anything that's harmful. I got to go. I can't find this email. There it is. So. Yeah, so our brand new testing that came in for our uh, 600 milligram bottle came in at 664.6 five zero milligrams of cbd per bottle it came with uh, a total of 17 milligrams of cbd i'm sorry cbg 107 milligrams of cbda 4.5 milligrams of cbga it came with 13 milligrams of delta 9 thc it came with the 16 milligrams of cbc and it came with 6.2.4 milligrams of cbca so in a 600 milligram bottle you're actually getting a total of 735 milligrams of cannabinoids so 
Check it out. 50% off. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Robachi knows the serious CBD topical is fire. I had a not so good day yesterday with lower back pain. Tell wifey rub some topical on my back. No mas pain, brother. Yes. And it's going on half price now for fucking ever. So tell your friends, um, this is how we're going to fight, fight back. Like we got to streamline something and I'm not going to make my products cheaper or with less, less quality ingredients. I'm not doing that. So it looks like I'm just going to change my business model and cut out any room for the middleman. We're going to go straight to you guys. Wholesale straight to your door. Serious CBD. All right, everybody. Um, that's it. I got to go. Uh, I don't know. Drink some. I don't know. Take a shot of whiskey or something. That cotton mouth so bad. I'll just smoke more weed. But I got to go. Um, I love you guys. God bless. God speed. We'll do a quick prayer and we're out. Dear God, thank you again for the opportunity to be here today with everybody. Thanks for getting my dad through the woodwork and making sure he's home and getting home and healthy. And I just want to pray for everybody out there that's going through it. I know everybody's got their own battles and uh, I'm sure all of them could use your help. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. All right, y'all. That's it. I'll see you Monday. Yeah, Monday. And I'm going to have foldies. I'm going to have so much content. It's going to make you sick. It's going to be like bing, bop, bing, content, 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 story, content, joke. Funny. Ha ha. <laughs> All right, you crazy sons of bitches. I'm out. Love you. Goodbye. I love you too. Yeah. We wouldn't see him on Monday. Um oh, fuck that man. Yeah. Yeah. On a road, here we go, here we go. Produced by Grandiose Delusions. Here we go. Is there any more? I mean, seriously. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say. Damn it, man. There's a lot of things in there that he said that made me think that he knew. I uh, I noticed this too as uh, you were watching that. Um, if you saw that, that was a constantly under his elbow. Yep. Uh, yeah, James gave that to me. I was like, "Holy shit, that's a lot to give to somebody." Because you know, like you know that he put his elbows on this. You know that he smoked his weed on this. I know. We got to cheer up. I know. <sighs> he, uh, yeah.
Yeah. Motherfucker. Anyway, Ron, you still with us? You, I I know you turn your camera and your mic off, but you still listen? He did have a, a, a unique and insightful way. Yes, and Dora, he did. Yep, he did at that. He had a lot. He was. Uh... Yep. Uh, yeah. He did have a great voice. That fucker. <laughs> yeah, I love headphones, but yeah, that was, that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, he had a great voice, like, uh, <laughs> like, dang. Yeah. Yeah, but, he could uh, bring a humor to a situation that you would never think called for it. <laughs> yeah. He would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, Tammy. Salute. Yeah. Shot of whiskey. Yeah. Bailey's for, for, for Justin. Mm. He was... Uh, yep. Uh, he's going to be one... Uh, we can only live up to, I guess. Um, <clears throat> yeah, big shoes to fill. Literally, he was the size of a fucking refrigerator. I didn't even know what yeah. size they were, but they were big. He was like six four. He stood inside, like if he stood inside in front of a refrigerator, he was bigger than the refrigerator. So he was a very large man. Yeah, it had a presence, like you're saying. Like, yeah, definitely. Uh, what is what is the saying like one of a kind like almost you know like the x you know something about him he's just uh he was uh you know the one thing i was always happy about he did his show at like uh noon and like 1 you, p.m or 1 p.m you could catch his show on the east coast from one to three so I listened to his show and I was always so happy that he went before me because fuck, I never want to be, have him follow me because that would be horrible. I'd so much rather follow him. And, uh, I tell you what, Leanna did it. And she always like, I don't know how I pull this off, but. And every day between three and five, you guys were on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Soon as the show was over, sometimes before the show was over, sometimes Mike will call in. And, you know, but then they'd be sometimes the show would go until five because Mick would call in and they would never stop the stream. They would just keep talking. And then we'd start our show. Yeah. It so, was stupid. God. It was fantastic. Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be uh, checking out the CBD because I was thinking about uh, actually getting into it the other day because I can't always be high at work. <laughs> gets a little paranoid. It's a little but, uh, rough. <laughs> yeah. I, mm, not really. No. I, I've not been high me. at work every day for my entire working career. I go to work. Yeah, like I'm it's sketchy cuz it's a new job and I don't really know the people there, you know, like that. So <laughs> that that is questionable then. Yeah. Well, I like to say begin as you mean to proceed. So, you know, I interviewed when I was high. I went to work the first day when I was high. They never knew <laughs> different when I, I like one time i went in sober and they were like are you high <laughs> you know if there's one thing i uh learned the the cbd uh the first time i ever got his flower he sent me some flour and like had no idea what it was and it came in this little tube 
and these little tubes, I, they look stupid, right? But I, I thought it was just oil because I thought he knew. He was, I thought he was like, he understood that like at the time I was only doing the oil shit. And so uh, he sits there and he tells me, uh, so I'm sitting there one day. I forgot to put, it was the early morning and I forgot to put the CBD in my coffee. I was pissed. I was like, man, this sucks. My fucking whole day is fucked. I popped open this thing and I'm in my work truck and I pop open this thing and it's a, it's goddamn now it won't pop. So it's a fucking pre-roll. I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. What the fuck is this? And so I call her and she's like, Oh, that's a pre-roll. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, no. So I fucking smoked one in my work truck. I was like, Hey, there's CBD in it. I'm going to feel it. I'll be good. I took the first drag off of that. And I was like, I thought it was like real weed. I was like, hun, I think he fucking gave me real weed. She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm like seeing shit. She's like, no, you're not. She's like, it's just CBD. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, whatever. It was just CBD, but wow. Yeah. Yeah. Squall. Yeah. Wow. Funny shit. Anyway. All right. Well, Ron, where can people find you? I know you're on Instagram. Um, and you uh you occasionally pop on to, to various shows to tell your story, but anywhere else people can follow you or Oh yeah, I'm uh Berserk Space Cowboy on uh Instagram and I actually also have a uh, a podcast with a childhood friend of mine. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. What is that? Uh, um, uh, everywhere. I, I, uh, everywhere, you know, major podcast. It's called the, uh, the Imaginarium of Thought. And, uh, Imaginarium of Thought? Like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we just, uh, go over, you know, various stories and stuff like that out there. <laughs> we, we just did an episode, uh, on, uh, you know, winged cryptids like the Mothman and uh, Jersey Devil. I, I guess you got to do a angel story then. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's in the that's in the works. An angel. <laughs> so. I, I can't tell you if I know anybody, but if I did, I'm pretty sure they'd be willing to come on. <laughs> it's hard to find out stuff about angels, as I like to bitch sometimes. <laughs> um, y'all don't come around very often, so uh, you know it's hard to research. And I was told. Well, when we do, it's because shit's really about to hit the fan. So, um, yeah, "Yeah, that's not the answer I wanted to hear. But okay. But that thing you need to do, but you kind of just procrastinating to get around to it. (laughs) Yeah, I I used to do that. Now I'm now it's more like prioritizing, right? Like I really need to finish unpacking and cleaning my house. But first I need to get all the gardens planted and the seeds in the ground and, you know, other areas of the yard cleared and more seeds in the ground and, you know, get everything growing so that I can feed us. Then I can worry about unpacking shit. We're never going to unpack. I figured there's an order. <laughs> there's an order to combat. There's an order to everything exactly. else. Why not, right? So, you know, it's not necessarily procrastinating, but prioritizing. So. You know, Prior-crastinating. Prior-crastinating? Yeah. yeah Prior-crastinating. Okay. That's yeah. all you're doing. I gotcha. Anyway, oh. either way, so go check them out there. Where, what was the name of the podcast again? Uh, the Imaginarium of Thought. The Imaginarium of Thought. Anywhere you find your normal podcast, Apple Podcasts, I'm guessing. Are you on oh, yeah. any other 
are you banned from any platforms? Let's start there. Uh, I'm not big enough to get banned yet. But okay. <laughs> I'm sure, I'll work Give my it way. time. Give it time. Yeah, yeah. Give it time. Say sure. something crazy on a web a podcast. You'll be done. Yeah, we get we, we got, got banned yeah. right off the bat we, from well, uh, uh, Janet got us banned on the third episode from Spotify. From Spotify, um, that'd be deplorable Janet from Deplorable Nation. We adore her. Um, and then I got us kicked off of Twitch a bunch of times for calling out trannies as being disrespectful to women. Um, yep. But now I've pretty much, I think I pissed We're down off. to the last ones. We're yeah, down we, to we, Rumble yeah. and Cloud Hub and yeah, Pilled and D Live. D Live. Yep. Had, I put something on YouTube. It had uh, like five views and it got taken down because I said something about like the vaccine. <laughs> it's like, exactly. So yeah. five. It's, it's like, all it takes. Ten. It's all it takes. So, so good. You know, it's not even a vaccine, it's a, a bioweapon depopulation agenda. It's pretty much. Yep. It's Designed it. yeah. by the U.S. government to kill most of the population of the world. Yep. Yep. So I forgot. I guess I probably shouldn't have let that slip on this episode. No, that's okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Not here. We don't. It, it doesn't matter. You We've already been kicked off. You can't get us banned. Yeah, we can't get kicked off of any more platforms. I, don't, I hope not. So, because if they go against that, then that's bad. Then we're really because we got some real problems. Yeah, if we start getting kicked off of like Rumble and and Foxhole, then we're yeah. free, then then shit's really gone to hell. So, yep. <laughs> you either know, way, it's all good. Anyway, um, so uh, Ron, it was very nice to meet you, and it was uh, we appreciate having yeah. you on. A great yeah, blast. yeah, I appreciate y'all having me on. I was really cool and very informative, and 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 it's awesome to have such similar experiences and be in such close vicinity. So <laughs> I was about to say right down the road. Holy shit. Well, you could, uh, drive up there. It's not too far here. It's not. Um, it's right over the bridge. We're going to drive up there on potentially on Friday. You are. Um, and build Heather's. Uh, well, you're off that day. You could come too, and help build her greenhouse why, why and her hydroponic I, system. Why would I do that? To video. To, 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 to do what? To video. What? And to help. To assist. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. This is how I rope him into things. I tell him on bullshit. air. <laughs> he loves it. Um, but we will be uh, back tomorrow with the news. Yes, we will. Yep. But either way, we do appreciate you coming on, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, hopefully one day, we, you know, get y'all on the show, on our show. <laughs> Talk Let about us, something. Let us know. Absolutely. Uh, savannah native too and everything so perfect well we're not exactly natives we're transplants but yes. um <laughs> we yeah. lived there for a long time yeah we're savannah trannies well i, don't, I heard you're on the uh the parade committee yep yeah amazing I and I, how, how does that happen if you're not a savannah native mick it seriously is insane okay i moved to savannah so 17 years 17, 18 years ago eight, yeah 18 years ago now right and like I joked that when I came here, they wouldn't even let me in the cathedral. They're like, "Fucking Yankee trash, get the fuck out of here!" Like, no, you're not allowed in here. Um, he rolls up mm, twelve years after that, and they fucking they roll out the right carpet for him, and they're like, "Oh, sir, come this way. We have a bench reserved for you." Like, here's your own family pew. Fuck you very much. No, it's um, uh, you know, he's just he was such a good Catholic, and he moved here, and he Im- immediately just got involved with the the church and the parish and and then the knights and then since he's first generation american his dad is actually born in ireland 
then someone was like, oh, you're Irish. You should join the parade committee. And he put in his application and they were like, oh, fuck yeah. Because they're really looking for people that can trace their direct Irish heritage. It's normally takes and, about normally two years to get in. Took me less than six months. Yeah. And then and then he's like, then they're like, oh, you you um you have that Yankee work ethic. Like we hate Yankees, but we want you to do all the shit work for us. So have at it. Here you go. Be a good little um potato. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's on the parade committee anyway a good find uh, is, is on there trey white i guess his dad's uh jay white yep i don't know if, i guess I they're on there. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah oh yeah it's a savannah world it's a it small is. town in a big city like that's savannah's insane so that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. You can ask him probably be like, Hey, is there a guy? And Liana will corroborate this because she saw it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I'm the only one that we're pretty much on the prey committee. There was, well, actually, no, no, now I'm you started, a, now you've started a fashion trend. Right. Like there was a, there were more people in kilts from the prey committee this year than I've three. ever seen. There were three people yep. this year, including myself that were in a kilt. So yes, I have started a fashion trend. That's yeah, cool. We all should be in kilts. I think we all should be in kilts. So that's agree. what I said. I agree. I uh, think so too. That's my opinion, but mm -hmm. hey, yep. I'm an asshole. What are you going to do with that? All right. Either way, we appreciate it, Ron. Thank mm -hmm. you very much for being here today. Oh, definitely. Appreciate it. We'll do it again sometime. Awesome. <laughs> all, right. all right. We'll talk to you Have later. A Have a great night. All right. You too. You too. So, right. yes, you guys can check out Ron over at his podcast. Um, that will be interesting. Hopefully we'll be able to go on mm -hmm. when we have our, uh, yeah, you know, when and, he does uh, his, uh, yeah, his bit for the, uh, angels bit will be on there. I'm sure that'll be fun. That'll be fun. And we will be back again tomorrow night, 545 for Liana's lounge. Yes. And she'll be back tomorrow morning at 905. Hopefully. Yep. I'll be planting. I was supposed to spend the day with my mom, but I asked her if we could switch it to Wednesday because although I didn't get, I, I got a lot of work out of the child yesterday, I must say. Um, although I did have to kick him in the butt a few times and be like, Hey, I, I need you to bring me that concrete block. What are you doing? I'm talking to the chickens, mom. I mean, he was, but I'm like, you can go out and talk to the chickens all the time. Now oh, that shit. I want you to work, you're fucking talking to the chickens. Kiss my ass. Um, Fuck you, kid. Get to work. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I, we did get a bunch of trees planted, um, <coughs> and uh, and I got the entire grid for the new garden laid out with the copper wire on the bottom and the flags planted. But I ran out of copper wire to build more antennas, so there was some delivered today, and I have to build those and finish the garden structure and then plant. So I I changed day with mom to Wednesday. I figure if I spend a full day with her, then that gets you off the hook for at least another like month or two for dinner. If I do that regularly, like if I go out and spend the day with mom, like, you know, once every other week, then take the hit for the team. Then it'll be like three or four months before they're like, Hey, we, we haven't seen Nick for a hot minute. Like, when's he going to come around? I think the last time I did that, I was able to push you out for a solid like six months. So it's a good deal. I might be able to get you away with it until like we go on vacation with them. That would be, oh, when is that, by the way? June sometime. Okay. I don't know. I have to go get the kids' passports this week. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I know. Because we're not going to have them in time. I know. If we don't. Probably not. Either way. 
Which might be the plan because I'm really scared about getting on the plane to go overseas, honestly. I'm kind of worried about it as well. <laughs> to be quite honest. It's okay. If we weren't going to like uh, where we're mom. going, um, I probably yeah. would be more worried, but we're going to where we're going and mm-hmm. probably one of the safer spots in the world right now. Just oh, no, it's not the going there. It, it's not the being there that, that scares me. It's the getting there. Yes. So, yeah. The whole point with pilots. Yeah, and exactly. Jabs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You know. not, not fun. So. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, uh, real quick though, uh, just uh, you get a chance today. Do me a favor. Send a prayer to Phil and the family. Um, I know this is not an easy day. Can't be, and I would never expect it to be. Um, we loved him just as much as he did. We know. Just send a prayer his way, and. Uh, You know, you'll figure it out. He just needs, uh, I'm sure today he needs help. Uh, amongst all days, today is probably a real rough one for him. Yeah. So uh, just fucking. <coughs> Think of Phil. Yeah. And send some good energy, some good vibrations as way. Because uh, he could really use it. Um, yep. Fuck, we all could, but he, most of all, um yeah. I was dreading today. Um, and now I've realized that I'm not dreading today. I'm dreading this July. So, oh, that's going to be so much worse. That is going to be way worse. Oh, yeah. Fourth of July is going to like suck forever for now on. Yeah, it really will. Yeah, oh, yeah. It'll never, ever have the same effect on me ever again. Nope. So, it's like when you, you know, like when it, a family member dies at Christmas or yep. you get divorced on your birthday or some stupid fucks shit like that. that like, holiday fucks up the whole forever. holiday. Yeah. You can never think of anything different. Yep. Um, but yep. Uh, no, I know right now Phil needs a bit of help. So just whatever prayers you got. That's why up. we weren't allowed to get divorced. You know that, right? Because our wedding anniversary is too close to Christmas and Christmas is my favorite holiday. So, so I never divorced you because it'd fuck up Christmas forever. Yeah, yeah. Would. You're lucky that I planned that that way. <laughs> or did I? I no, because I chose the date. This is true. <laughs> I rubbed you in with that shit. <laughs> no, you rubbed you in with I that shit. I rubbed me in with that shit. Damn it! <laughs> it's not my problem. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, either way, um, I, I, you know. Take a minute and say a prayer for yourself too. What's um, the what's the fifty percent off serious CBD coupon code? It's get serious get CBD.com and it's a get fifty. Get fifty. Okay. I believe it's, yeah, I believe it is hold on, I just got an email about it today. Yeah, uh, I mean so now if you're on the email our, roster, our promo code defiant gets you thirty five percent off. Gets you the most current whatever all the time, but we don't care about it. it is. On, we don't we don't you whatever know, the best just use whatever the prom, best promo code is. Whatever the best care. promo code is, Defiant will get you the best promo code. However, we don't give a shit. Yeah. So really it doesn't matter to us if literally whatever we get from that, we turn around and donate right back to Sirius. No, it's not honestly, Shauna just sends us product every once in a while to, you know, keep you going. It's the heavenly birthday, 1984. It's uh 
No, it's birthday. Sorry. When you use the promo code birthday, birthday. you'll get 50% off. 50% off with promo code birthday. So use promo code birthday, get your 50% off. Uh, he was the founder. Um, and uh, I don't care. Don't use Defiant. Use birthday. Yep. Please. Use birthday. Use birthday. All right. And go get yours and fucking take it. Love it. Do exactly what I do with it. Smoke it. Rub it on you. Drink it in your coffee because that's the best place to put it. He was so fucking right about that. I put it in my coffee I mean, every morning there's ever honestly since. Other places you can put the oil too that work effectively. But it's true. I'm just saying. True. <laughs> it is all natural. It is. <laughs> I we may or may not have happened to use it that way. Just uh -huh. throwing it out there. Just saying. Um it's good coconut oil. Yeah. It's a good base. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Before we get kicked off of these two. <laughs> oh, all right. We're getting out of here. Oh, oh fuck. wow. That was funny. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially because it's kind of a sort of a just an inside joke, too. <laughs> we're not going to tell you all about it. <laughs> oh, yes. A 4 a.m. shot of CBD in the ass makes the day a whole lot better. You're right, Cisco. <laughs> Actually, it's so many different ways. It's more like 4 p.m., but okay. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Oh, okay. So get serious, CBD. Dot com. Yes. And uh, birthday, promo code birthday saves you 50%. Yep. Go get it. Yep. And it. Uh, we're going to get the fuck out of here. We will uh, talk to you fuckers later. Yep. Have a great night and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. And uh, again, check out Liana tomorrow morning, 9.05 a.m. Only on pill.net. Got it. For the Mick and Lynn. have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching.
wrapped up in a whitey. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can beat it. F-A-F-O-I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. They ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty South with a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. I love my country. 